satellites connecting to New York Los Angeles Croatia the United Kingdom Africa Australia Las Vegas all systems online and fully functional transmitting data to the 44th floor Reboot initiated in five, four, three, two, one. All systems online begin transmission. Look out, Earth! The Rockin' Comedy Show is back online! And it's gonna be bigger than ever! Crazy Jay has reassembled his motley crew from every corner of the globe, and they are ready to rot your brain. He's going to challenge you with games like, I don't think you should be eating that, truth or drink. Hey, I think I know that song, romance novel or porno. Don't forget Kamikaze Karaoke and the movie game. He's bringing you special guests, musical acts, comedians, and God knows what else. You never know who's going to drop by the 44th floor to play in his electronic sandbox. It's a whole new year. It's a whole new treasure trove of debauchery. So grab your CDC-approved ear protection and get ready, because here he comes, Crazy Jay! Yeah, we're live, everybody. It's the Rockin' Comedy Show, episode number 1,269. And yes, I am still alive. I am not dead yet. And uh, we're going to talk about that. I uh, had a friend, a good friend, I thought, uh, actually say probably one of the shittiest things I've ever heard uh, you could say to a person. Even if you're not friends, it's a shitty thing to say. We're going to talk about that. We are going to talk about so much today, and we've got uh, a new guest coming in. His name is Caleb Alexander, and uh, he is a, uh, a magician, an illusionist, and uh, new to the rock and comedy show, so you're going to want to tune in for that. But uh, joining me today, playing the part of Dan, is Mikey Slyman. I'm actually playing the part of myself there, sir. I'm just I filling in for Dan. Nobody can replace Dan. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Nobody. I, I'm, I'm not tried. even going to try. I've tried. I've fired Dan and brought him back. I, was, uh, I think I remember that. Yeah. I, mean, I fired Bobby Massey a lot, too, and kept bringing him back. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad. Bobby gives you those, those puppy dog eyes. His little Bobby vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bobby dog vibes. Yeah. <laughs> so how you been? Good man, I just been uh, just been chilling, been working, and uh, you know I can't believe we're uh, we're ten months into the two weeks to flatten the curve. It is we're still cold. here. Yeah, you and know, and we're still full swing pandemic, right? I think so. I think I don't even know what's normal anymore. Heard today that Fossey thinks two masks will help. Oh, double up. 
Yeah, that helped the AIDS uh, epidemic, didn't it? Was a double bagger? <laughs> Just go double mask. You put one on the front, one on the back. <laughs> Two if they're fat. <laughs> I just, uh, I just, uh, I don't know. I just double up. Really? Double up. It's bad enough to wear one. Look, and I'm not saying don't wear it. Like, I'm, I'm not an anti-mask yeah. person. We've talked about it. I wear it if I have to. Yeah. I respect it. If I have to go somewhere where I have to wear it, fine, I will. If I don't feel like wearing it, if I got to get something at the store and I don't feel like wearing it, I will Instacart it. I will yeah. Postmate it. Curbside? I, curbside it. Whatever. I, I don't, I'm, I'm, uh. I'm anti-mask, okay? Like, strongly outspoken about me not liking the mask, but I still comply. I'm not one of these people that goes into the stores and are like, you're violating, like, I get it, I'll, I'll comply. I'm not getting in anybody's face. I'm a part of society and I'll comply right. with whatever, right? But I just went to a event over the weekend where I had to wear the mask the whole entire time for like, we're talking like three hours, four hours straight. Dude, I was dying. I was dying. I had to walk outside. Like I had to catch some fresh air. It's brutal, man. Like it gave me a headache. Like just breathing in all the. Yeah, I don't like the, it. I don't like it. I don't you know? like so it. I don't. I won't do any more of those events where I have to do that a lot. Uh, it's the shit you'll do for your kids, you know. But I just, uh, it was brutal to have it on. Normally, like you said, I'll go in the store, run in, grab a few things, run out. You know, you go to a restaurant, you you have it on, you sit down, you take it off. I've never worn it for more than like 10, 15 minutes at a time. That multiple, like that long stretch of minutes combined together was horrible. And I mean, here, small quarters, but everybody, everybody complies. Yeah. We have the sanitizer. We wipe down everything. We take care of everything. We do what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, the guests will be like, are you wearing masks? It's up to you if you want to wear yours. Yeah. We don't. We've been doing it for 10 months. None of us have gotten it. You've never stopped. You've never shut down. I mean, you're, you're an online studio. I mean, but you're here. You're in this, you know, amazing... None of us, have, none of us have gotten it. Yeah, and it's the same. It's the same people every week. We're in here. We're in here all the time. Yeah, and uh, tell me if this is not a shitty comment. So, oh, this is what your friend said. To yeah. You? So just before Thanksgiving, uh-huh. uh huh. I posted. I posted a little meme that said. Uh, I shared it. It said. Uh, to the governors. So that was all of the governors. Yeah. To the governors. You know, until you pay my bill and my rent, you can't tell me who I can and can't have in my house. Correct. Right? So I was upset because this was the first Thanksgiving I was going to have with my sister, her wife, and my dad. But, of course, that got canceled because he was like, you can't have more than six people. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. And so I, and so I, it wasn't about wearing a mask. It wasn't about... The COVID. It wasn't about anything like that. My my complaint was, I want to have Thanksgiving with my family. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to be here by myself. Correct. Right. So that's going to suck, and I'm not going to go to anybody's house because you're not getting invited. And normally at Thanksgiving, I go to like Rebecca Loves, and I get you know, you know that's not happening this year. Yeah. <clears throat> so basically, I just you know I just posted that, and he and my friend, he he had posted. Uh, Oh yeah, well you could say that you you could say that now you know until you till you actually get it and then you're in the hospital and you probably have shitty insurance or just Medicaid that isn't going to help you out and then you're not going to pay the bill because you probably can't afford it so then we're going to get stuck with it and the government's going to have to pay so so why don't you just like you know uh, why don't you just mask up and stop being a little bitch and stop putting oh. yourself before others and I was like first off 
what makes you think I don't have insurance? Yeah. You know, we've, ne- we've, we've never discussed it. So that, that comment really pissed me off. And I'm like, you know what? I need a break from Facebook. So I like I, I left F- Facebook for like six, seven weeks. Uh, yeah. I just didn't care. So then I've been working on myself. I've had some issues with my legs and this and that. So I've taken the last, you know, six, seven weeks to get them all fixed and get them, you know, feeling good and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I've gone and seen some, you know, specialists. I had found out a bone spur, you know, all this stuff. And, oh, nice. And um, these guys didn't, they didn't reach out. They, where's he been? Yeah. You know, we haven't heard him. You know, and these are, these are people that I've known 20 plus years. Yeah. Him and his wife, who at Thanksgiving has his wife his stepson, and granddaughter mm-hmm. staying there. So, of course, you're having a nice Thanksgiving, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, so, so, I mean... so several weeks ago, so we go, we, go through th- we go through Christmas, we go through everything, not even a, not even a text message of like, hey, like-, like, like not even a text message of, hey, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Nothing. I get, get nothing. So the other day, I'm talking to him about, Everything I've been doing, what what you know, what I've been dealing with, with with my legs and stuff. And he goes, he goes. Well, it's a good thing you don't. It's a good thing you didn't get COVID. Oh, he goes. Oh, we thought you might have got COVID, but then we rethought it and said, oh, if he got COVID, he wouldn't have survived it. Whoa. Whoa. And I was like, wow. I go. Good I go. Lord. I go. What makes you? What makes you think that? And he goes, well, you know, you, you, you fit the description. You're almost 50. You have diabetes. You're overweight. You're having respiratory issues. I go, first off, I'm not diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep assuming stuff, Jerry. And I was like, and two, I'm a fighter. Yeah. So if that's like telling somebody that has stage four cancer that, they're not going to make it. Yeah. Hey, can I have your stuff? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you got cancer, Jay? Yeah. Can I have your things? <laughs> yeah. I was like, who is, so I was like, who says that to, like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, we thought, we thought you got COVID, and then we're like, oh, if you got COVID, he wouldn't have made it. Oh, my God. And I was like, wow. I go, this, this, not all cases of COVID land you in the hospital. First of all, COVID's not a death sentence. <laughs> One. The survivability rates like through the roof, and it, it's just we. This is things that people know, but because the TV tells them otherwise, the TV has people so afraid of everything right now that it's just, I you I can't even be a part of like TV culture anymore. I don't want to watch any TV. I don't want to watch any commercials. I, I was just in uh, like I said I was in I was in Utah over the weekend, and and the the the. the the billboards for the vaccine and for the virus and the, you know, okay, here's one. Um, I'll show you this picture in my phone. Or I don't even got to show it to you. I'll just tell it to you. I'm getting on the plane to go to Utah, right? And I've, I've traveled a bunch during this, um, but I just, for some reason, I just noticed these, these uh, maybe it was Frontier Airlines is the only one that has them. But in the line to get on the plane, and they're strictly enforcing the mm-hmm. six-foot distance. Stay six feet away. Six feet, six feet, six feet. Hey, asshole, I'm about to get on the plane and be asses and elbows with everyone on this thing. What does it matter if we're packed in the line? We're all getting on the plane together. Yeah. With, with you know, the roof, the, the ceiling in McCarran Airport Terminal 3 is like 50 feet tall. Like, I'm in a safe place here if I'm, I'm breathing freely. Like, But the thing of it is, you can't sneeze. No, no. You can't cough. No. You can't even have allergies. No. It's, it's all gone. Like, I feel bad. Like, uh, you, and, look, and I... 
And it's like, I told my, I even told my buddy that said that. I'm like, you know that I haven't had the flu in over 15 years? Yeah. I've had no signs of it. Well, thank God, because you wouldn't survive it. Right. I wouldn't survive. <laughs> but I was like, who says that to a person? And, yeah. I, and, I, and so I'm like, I feel weird when you have to, like, I just go to Walgreens to get, like, NyQuil. Yeah. Because I feel like, oh, they wrote it down. They're going to put you on a list. Don't put your number in for the rewards on that NyQuil. They're they wrote it down. They're, they're, the government's going to be at your house right now. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen. You're going to be like E.T. outside with the fucking surveillance van if you buy the NyQuil. Look, as soon as I feel like I'm getting a little tickle in the back of the throat or whatever, I always grab, I always grab a thing of orange juice and, yeah. and some NyQuil. Yeah. And that's and that's that's what I do. Isn't that Zip Fizz stuff full of vitamins too? It, it, vitamin Zip, B. Little, little plug there for the sponsor. <laughs> vitamin B. I've been right I've been drinking it for twenty yeah. years. Yeah. I, my my immune system is strong, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna play. The, uh, it it made me think of this old song from Weird Al that I thought I would play. It's pretty funny um, because I think they pictured me like laying in an iron lung. Oh yeah. yeah. Like the lady from the Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an old one from Weird Al. We'll be right back. I visit Mr. Frump in the hospital. I see him most every day. And when I see Mr. Frump in his iron lung, this is what I hear him say. No, Mr. Frump is my very best friend He's never a chump or a tease He never tells me lies And best of all, he never disagrees I bring him candy and flowers every afternoon Sit down by his side and say hi And then I ask him his opinion of the world situation And I wait for Mr. Frump's reply And Mr. Frump would say... Rise up Throw us to the 
that is a brand new song from our friends in uh, Smash Into Pieces. That's Rise Up. So I thought I'd play you some new music, of course, and a classic from Mr. Weird Al Yankovic. Mr. Frump in his Iron Lung. That is a song that my grandpa made me learn accordion to because he said, if you're going like, to like Weird Al off that song, I'm going to make you play accordion so you know it's more than just the air button. I go, he's playing more than just the air button in that song. So my grandpa taught me how to play accordion. You should rename the studio Jay's Iron Lung. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Kick It COVID studio is pretty damn good. Kick It COVID. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, I just thought, what a crappy thing to say to somebody. Yeah. This is the garbage you, you, person. You, you, you wouldn't survive it. No, you don't say that to anybody, no matter what. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like the doctor going up to you going, I just want to let you know that you've got stage four. Yeah. Pink, uh, you know, pancreatic cancer. Oh, what do you recommend? Just, just give up. A funeral home. <laughs> a funeral home. A good disco funeral. It's <laughs> a prescription for a funeral home. So, like, I didn't say anything, but that's why, I, that's why I posted the first one the other day on Facebook. Like, oh, I hate to upset some people out there, but I'm not dead yet. And everybody's, like, like commenting. And then today I'm like, yeah, I'm not dead yet. Does that mean I'm a survivor? Yeah. Oh, don't get me started with I kept hearing that survivor time. song. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a survivor. Okay. Everyone's a survivor. <laughs> right? Until you're dead, right? Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and I like they say the essential workers. Like, isn't all jobs essential? Where's the line? I mean, know? my th- I would think you know everybody's job's essential. You gotta yeah. have a job to survive. Yeah. You know, sure. There's more. Th- uh, some are more essential than others. You know. Yeah. It was like, oh, you've been working through this thing. I'm like, yeah, like good for you. You're you're a front line. No, I'm not. I yeah. sit in an office. You're you're a hero. Yeah, I'm not a hero. <laughs> you're a hero. Yeah. There's a hero. I'm not a hero. And neither, and, and neither is the kid at Del Taco handing me my food in the bin. Like he didn't just touch it and put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> let's all pretend he didn't. Yeah, let's just forget about that. Remember when you used to do all the crazy stuff? Like you brought the bag home, you dropped it on the floor, everyone uh, rolled, put sanitizer all over themselves, uh, got tongs, picked up the bag, and pretended like somebody uh, didn't put their fingers and breathe all over it to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, we had like a process in the house. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. How are these Super Bowl parties going to work with all that food? Oh, my God. I don't know. You know, all the double dippers. People just aren't going to put their pictures on Facebook and lie. They don't want to lie. They don't want to be a spreader. You know? <laughs> yeah. Super spreader event. That's the Super Bowl. It's a super spreader. Well, if Dan's team goes to the Super Bowl, I'm not watching it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not possible. <laughs> Uh, so we uh, we have a good guest coming in uh, hour two, Caleb Alexander. It's an illusionist. We uh, we now have uh, it's a music free hour hour two, oh, so nice. we can turn the cameras on. Sweet. So we've been doing that. We started it last week. Nice. People are digging it. There you go. So that'll be hour two. Probably come in and do a few tricks. I heard he's very outspoken, and uh, is a fun person to interview. So we'll see how he does with the twenty questions sponsored by. Jesse Ray's today. They're good questions today. Awesome. Jesse Ray's. Oh, man. I was going to order that for lunch today. Why didn't you? I don't know why. I, it's literally across the street from my office. It's like right there, too. Now you're not a hero anymore. I know. But, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> today was a perfect day, too, for like the old, uh, what is it, the belt buckle? You ever get that from there? That big thing of like tots with brisk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the buckle. God. The buck. The, yeah, the belt. Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's like a $20 uh, tater top plate. It's, it's huge. You can never finish it. 
Never. Never. You cut into it, and then saw more meat falls yeah, out. I take like, it Where the hell is all this meat coming from? <laughs> yeah, like, and you, then you eat the meat, and then macaroni and cheese falls yeah, out. It's like, back and it just doesn't too. stop. It's, it's like an illusion of food. Oh. <laughs> it's amazing. Jesse Ray's 5611 South Valley View. Go there. Get it now. It's Go. Deli- it's delicious. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh, so we got... Um, I got some good stuff happening today. Plus, we'll open up Vault. I've got uh, I've got a fun clip. If I would have known Mikey was going to be here, I had one ready. You called me here, I, but <laughs> but show up because <laughs> when I put the show together, oh, the clips were already pulled. Gotcha. Let me finish. <laughs> if I would have known you were coming in, I would have and had enough time. I would have switched the clips because uh, I was gonna I was gonna play the clip of Big Bertha. Oh, Big Bertha's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Big Ball Bertha. Big Ball Bertha from our second uh, one the marathon. Hour, our marathon, our 100 hour marathon. That was awesome. When's that happening again? Oh, it's not ever happening again. <laughs> never again? <laughs> He's like, never. Dude, that's, dude in the Iron that's Lung. That's twice, dude. I'm not. It, it, but the Iron Lung deserves it. it <laughs> <laughs> it's ready. No, may, maybe, maybe as a celebration, the COVID's over. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That was I, fun. I, I, I might not do a hundred. Fifty, fifty would be good. Just something stretch it out a little bit, you know. Yeah, maybe a two day stint. That thing lasts, man. That thing goes on, and I feel you bad. Know, you remember? You go home and go to sleep, and you wake up, and they're still here. And you're like, oh my god. Remember? Remember when? Uh, uh, Elizabeth Higgins took the took the picture of the timestamp on her end. Yeah, and it was like, how can she be six hours ahead? Like we're already <laughs> into the future. <laughs> so what is this? I'm confused. I don't know about this. We uh, oh. uh five years ago broke a record for the longest uninterrupted broadcast okay. of seventy. Uh, it was the original one was sixty eight hours. We did seventy uh, seventy two hours or something mm-hmm. like that. The first one, and then. Uh, Somebody attempted to break our record and then say what we did was wrong. So we broke it again and we did a hundred hours wow. nonstop. It was just one long consecutive rock and comedy show. For a hundred hours. And we you, had, you were here for this? I was here for We would do it in shifts. I had to be here for all of it almost. Yeah, but, I think I did about ten hours total, maybe. Wow. Pulled a graveyard shift in there, <laughs> like showed up at like midnight. And, oh, so it was, it was crazy. like it was like chaotic Kim, it was Mario, it was me. And we had, you know, they'd come in and we had, we had guests and we had, we could schedule them. So we had like, you know, we had Marshall Warfield come yeah, in and we had, and, yeah. uh, Wheels Parisi was here. Yeah. We had tons and tons and tons of people. And, um, we had this, we got on the, <laughs> I'll just, you go down these rabbit holes when you're like two o'clock in the yeah, morning. You start yeah. Rambling. You, start, you start getting giddy and you're drunk <laughs> and you're, <laughs> uh, that one. And I was going to play the one where, uh, I had been. I had been drinking, and you came in and talked about the the guy at the Golden Knights game that he, he was uh, mad at you because you he, you spilled his beers. I kicked, no, I kicked over a whole you row. You kicked a whole row. It was like a domino. <laughs> domino and it was the and he um, and he was and he was going to apologize. I go, you don't apologize. <laughs> I said, they see you coming, they move those fucking beers. I was screaming. It was like during the it national so anthem. I was trying to get to my seat. And it was, a, it was, it was so like a row of shock top tall cans. And I just, oh, like, ching, 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 ching. I was like, oh my God, I got to buy 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16. A whole row of like $20 beers. I was like, ah. Oh. My wife was like, you don't need to do that. I was like, if we're going to sit here and watch the game, yeah. I got to buy everyone a new beer. Oh my God. Did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> did you really? You have to. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, great. Not only can you come over, and it's already expensive to go there anyway, now you're buying other yeah. beers. Yeah, well, I was using my buddy's season tickets that night. 
Okay. So you know, like the season, like those yeah. are your neighbors, like you know, and they're like, I'm sitting in his seat. I was like, this, I just got to buy him all beer. <laughs> I had to. Two thousand dollars in beer. Oh, for, none for me. And I walk out sober. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you don't buy them beer. Like, the I Mikey was, Shuffle. I, I, oh, it was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. Was Everyone so... was like, that was my fault for being stupid because it was during the national. I should have just stayed there. Yeah. Put my hand over my arm, but instead I tried to slide in and like, yeah. And and the other great thing about that is we would do things on the show that we would carry over later on thinking that everybody had heard yeah, I knew what you were talking that about. what we were doing earlier. And we did this story about one of the most annoying sounds when you're in a public place is somebody opening a package. Like if you're at the movies. <laughs> so, while we, so while Mario was reading that article, Kim was sitting there with the paperback. <laughs> it was getting really it was really irritating Mario so uh, we'd wait like maybe an hour two hours and somebody would start talking to me <laughs> it was just like there was so much good stuff in that so it was funny because right after we did that um, there was a situation at a, at a show and uh, do you guys know Will Couch yeah yes. does that name sound familiar so, yes. so I'm, I'm uh, like doing my set and Will Couch is like sitting right in the very front and he's opening a bag of chips. Oh, God. And I remember, like, I thought, I just called, like, what, are you just going to sit here and open a bag of chips during my set? And then he felt, like, so bad. He was, like, he didn't know, because, you know, like, he didn't know about the joke. So he just, like, put his chips down, whatever. But that was the same <laughs> night that uh, Ray Lovett got kicked out of the venue for bringing in his own chips. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that whole thing with, like, Ralph was the host. It was a goat. It was, like, some bar or whatever. But, like... Ray Love had brought in his own chips and he had opened them and the owner went nuts like there's a chip vending machine and I was like oh my god that brought on the whole racist thing right? yes. yeah. <laughs> it, was <so> stupid. <laughs> it was hilarious it was all this over two bags of chips what kind of chips were they <laughs> uh, Doritos the blue Doritos what oh, really? that? Cool Ranch Cool Ranch, ranch? Yeah. <laughs> shut a whole venue down that's it <laughs> people got canceled yeah, because of it not Cool Ranch <laughs> my my best Ray Love story this will make your eyes roll this, this is amazing so uh, Murray Sawchuck and I got invited to go see George Wallace at the mm-hmm. Flamingo. Well, we'd seen him a bunch of times. G- George had done the show a couple of times. And so uh, I saw Ray Love and I go, hey, we got an extra ticket if you want to go see George Wallace at the Flamingo. Yeah, man, I would love to do that. So we get one of George's tables, obviously. We're sitting down in the front and halfway through the show, George always stops and he starts talking to me. Like, yeah. I know you. Aren't you like the president and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no. And you know, yeah. you know he was like, he'll mess around with you. So he goes, I know, I know that wild hair over there. That's Murray Sawchuck. He's got a show over at the Tropicana. Blah, blah, and he's doing his thing. And then he goes, you have a radio show? And I said, yeah. And then he looked at Ray Love and he goes, what do you do? And he goes, I'm a comedian. And George, George Wallace goes, well, why don't you come up here and tell some jokes? Oh, shit. And Ray, and Ray, uh, Ray Love goes, no, I'm okay. People came here to see you. Oh, no. He denied it. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? All you have to do is laugh. All you have to do is tell just a couple jokes. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and, he, and George, George was, no, no, come on. These are my friends. You're in my, you're in my, you're in my booth. Yeah. And he's saying no. And it's like, he's telling you, you're in my booth. Yeah. Do, <laughs> do five minutes. Get up here. And he goes, he goes, I don't, he goes, I don't have anything. I don't have anything prepared. And he goes, I thought you were a comedian. Yeah. And he, then he opens a bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. right. Get it together. What, what, now, if he, if, if if that was 
in your situation, would you have gone up? I go up and bomb. I don't care. Yeah. Leave. Just let me go. Just, just, just go up. up. Yeah. yeah. You just. You oh just, yeah. Just, it's George Wallace. You know? I know he's a legend, <laughs> man. You gotta go. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> so, so the funny thing about the George Wallace thing is when I did that uh, comedy contest at the Plaza, and he was uh, he was one of the final judges at the very end, and uh, Jeff Grant was up. And Jeff had told that, he had told that, you, you remember his Sugarfoot joke about his girlfriend calls him Sugarfoot, mm-hmm. and he thinks that's kind of fucked up because he's got diabetes, so if he eats anything, he's going to lose the foot. Oh, no. So it's, <laughs> so it's kind of messed up that she calls him Sugarfoot. Yeah. I don't know how he tells the joke, yeah. but it got George Wallace to laugh so hard that he he walked out of Anthony's bar because he was laughing so hard. Oh, nice. like it, And I'm like, that's a good get. Yeah. Like, if you can get... Wallace to laugh like that. That's a good yeah, guy. Yeah, a guy who spends 80 hours a week in a comedy club. So after Matt Markman wins the whole thing, and I'm getting ready to announce it, Anthony goes, hold on a minute. We are gonna we have a second place winner. They decided to give it to, to Jeff Grant. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, that was well deserved. So the first prize was you get a week and $1,000, and you get, you, get a, you get to open for Anthony for a week. Which for Matt Markman turned out great because he did that for eight years. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Jeez, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and Anthony gave him the best schedule and all that. So you and know, now he's in a Winnebago. <laughs> and now he's in a <laughs> now he's in a Winnebago <laughs> <laughs> during COVID. Yes, life might be crazy sometimes, <laughs> right? And uh, and uh, so of course, uh, Jeff Grant got he got to open for Anthony two days, and he got five hundred bucks, which is cool. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we started getting, you know, there was like Kevin Winnie or somebody was like, well, there should be a third place because I was funnier than that. And I was like, oh, geez. oh man. Like, and there we go. Here we go. Do I get a participation trophy? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, <laughs> look, I didn't even know there was going to be a second place. Yeah. Like, all, right, all right. You got third place. Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> the, you got the bronze. Yeah. I'm like, if you guys aren't happy about it. There's the people you talk to. Yeah. Right, Shut up right, and go up and Right chips. over there. I'm just doing what I'm told. Oh, That's, man. Yeah. Yeah, I would never, I would never have denied George Wallace. Like, no. even if he would have just said, why don't you come up and tell people about your radio show? I'd have been up there in a minute. Yeah, I was just talking to someone. I'm just start booking, I'm going to start booking uh, mid-February and getting, I've been on stage since March. Right. Since March. I haven't even tried to get on stage, so I'm going to get back on stage uh, next month here. You know what I mean? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not doing nothing old, though, that's for sure. Right. You know, so I better start writing some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I better, or, or, or what? I'm going to get up there and bomb. Big deal. It happens. Hey, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. I bombed with material. I bombed without material. It's part of what it goes on. Like, let's do it. Uh, but uh, I just bomb, period. <laughs> yeah, hey, makes but, you a terrorist. <laughs> but yeah. right now, I want to play a game. It's time to play a game, everybody. You want to know what we're playing? Yep. All right, everybody, get ready. Let's queue up Javier's word of the day. Uh, who's Javier? What, pinchers, tacos? Okay, yeah, you're just making that up. No? It's a thing? Yeah? Okay. Well, let's roll Javier's word of the day. And go. Hola, amigos. It's time for Javier's word of the day. Brought to you by Pincher's Tacos. <laughs> Pinch one off today. <laughs> and now, here it is. Javier's word of the day. Take it away. Pinch one off, really? 
A game that we used to call the Mexican word of the day, and people said, Jay, that's racist. So Javi from Pinch's Taco says, continue to play the game and just call it Javi's word of the day. Yeah, there you go. So here it's back, everybody. You have to come up with the best definition of the word I give you. Put it in a, the funniest sentence wins. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. I don't know. I think you'll, you be, you'll probably be funny. She's she's never done it. I've you, never done you, it. You oh. you have got a you've got a leg up. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Hobby's uh, word of the day today is deliver. Okay. Go ahead if you're ready. You ready? I, <laughs> you go first. I gotta like think of something. Go ahead. No, I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, it's an easy way. It's, uh, it's it's easy. You got this. Um, I uh, let's see. It's <laughs> deliver. <laughs> I gotta think. Like I've been drinking too much. I gotta give the liver a break. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. You see what happened? Yes. Um, I think it's time for me to deliver this baby. I don't know. <laughs> I can't come up with anything. Wait a I minute. Suck. That was pretty good. Okay. That okay. was pretty good. Uh, but we're gonna give one. To Mikey. There we go. Boom. Because yeah. he, he got it the closest to the definition, which is my doctor told me to give to cut back on the tequila because it's bad on my it's bad on the liver. Bad on the liver. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos. No need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. It's raining tacos. tacos we're gonna take a break when we come back we're gonna open up the rock and comedy show vault and play a clip from the past and then uh we've got our guest caleb coming in it's gonna be a lot of fun we've got some games we're gonna grill him thanks to jesse rays and much much more so don't go anywhere everybody we'll be right back if you're a small business owner and you need to transform your business into the new virtual economy hire the experts at get callers for as little as $5 per hour, you can add as many virtual staff members you want to your company. They can make cold calls to generate leads, handle inbound calls, set appointments, customer support, live chat, and more. The best part is you have no expenses of computers or telecom minutes, no employee headaches, no contracts, no W-2s. 
Just a turnkey process for you at a fixed price that you can add as many virtual members to your team as you want. In today's economy, hire the professionals that know the virtual workspace. Call right now and learn how to add a virtual member to your team for just $5 an hour. Call Get Callers now. 800-750-3564. 800-750-3564. That's 800-750-3564. Hi, this is Janine from The Rock and Comedy Show. And I'm here to tell you why you should go to Heidi Hair Salon for all your needs. Last minute appointments, beautiful color selection, beautiful results, professional quality, experienced stylist, professional products. Plus, my favorite stylist, Chris, works there. Chris is amazing to work with. He's very knowledgeable about extensions and how to do some corrections. Chris was an overall joy to work with, and he's super sexy to look at. The salon has two locations, and you could find Hotty Chris at both. 7871 West Charleston is the main location. But for those of you in Henderson, they have you covered as well. 8790 South Maryland Parkway. Call 702-979-4468 to make an appointment. Hey there, friends. This is Dan to tell you about Pinches Tacos. They got a simple mission, provide you with the best taco experience and high-quality meats, seafood, fresh garden vegetables, handmade tortillas, and high-quality artesian bread. They've got a happy hour from Tuesday to Saturday, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Featured specials, $4 draft beers, margaritas, well drinks, $5 glass of wine, and $2 tacos. Show them the Radio Vegas Rocks app and Pinches coupon. When you order a blood orange margarita, you will receive a free gringo taco. There's several locations to choose from, even in Los Angeles. Pinche's Tacos. What is Zip Fizz? It's my morning kickstart. It's a powerful boost right when I need it. It's getting my kids to piano and football and ballet without needing three cups of coffee. What is Zip Fizz? It's rapid rehydration with only 10 calories, <laughs> two carbs, and zero sugar. It's the healthy alternative. The healthy energy mix Zip Fizz. How would you like to improve your hearing by 100% for around $100 a month? Are the joys of life worth a hundred bucks a month to you? Of course they are. All Hear produces state-of-the-art hearing systems that are guaranteed to improve your hearing or your money back. These are quality devices, not some cheap imitation. That's why we guarantee your hearing will be improved. We'll even give everyone that calls right now a free 30-day home trial. Use your hearing device for 30 days. If you're not 100% happy, send them back. And we offer easy financing plans for about $100 a month with virtually 100% approval. If you're ready to get your hearing back the way it was when you were younger, call right now for your risk-free 30-day trial. 800-761-6729. 800-761-6729. That's 800-761-6729. Hi, this is Sam from Sunset Collective, and you're listening to The Rocking Comedy Show. You said I don't know what it's like to be haunted by the rain. I said, I'm sorry, love, I disagree I'm so tied to the bone Your head spinning around like a satellite Oh, but it's in the sun Have a smoke, hey, you feel fine 
us now at 702-832-0364. 702-832-0364. Call now. now. It's time for New Music Mondays. New Music Mondays. On RadioVegas.rocks. New music from uh, a band called Crossover, K-R-O-Z-O-V-E-R. That's a song called Stranger. They're going to be calling in tomorrow on the show, so uh, we'll play another one of their tracks today so you can get familiar with their music. Uh, as we set up and get ready for hour two, let's open up the vault.
It's time to open the Rockin' Comedy Show Vault. Hey, check this out. Hello? Uh, hey, there's someone in here. All right, so we got to put a, uh, a pretty fun clip in the uh, archive today. This is uh, one of Elizabeth Higgins' favorite uh, clips. This was, uh, this was a funny story about uh, a spider that decided to take up residence in my house that I didn't know existed. And somebody thought it was so big they thought it was fake. <laughs> and I was like, and they're like, no, it's probably one of your Halloween props. I go, I've never put that kind of a spider in the bathroom for Halloween. They're like, well, it's not real. And I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, that's real. And so uh, here it is, it's called Jay versus the Spider. So we were doing the 1000th episode of the Rock and Comedy Show not too long ago. And uh, well, Rob from Robin Pure Joy goes into the bathroom and while he's sitting down, he sees in the corner a spider. And he said, he comes in and he goes, hey, that's a pretty cool fake spider that you got in the bathroom because I got Halloween shit throughout right, my house. everywhere. So I said, I don't got no spiders in the bathroom. <laughs> and he goes, ha, 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 funny. I said, no, I'm serious. There's no spider in the bathroom. So he goes back in there and he takes a picture of this giant spider, right? Oh, crap. <laughs> and to me... It could be the size of a belly button lint. It's the biggest spider in the world. I hate spiders. <laughs> I hate spiders. Cannot stand it. <laughs> so he, Not at all. he takes a picture of this spider and he shows it to me. And it's almost, and I'm not joking, it's almost the size of a 50 cent piece. And he goes, I don't even know what kind of spider it is. And I'm not going to get that close to find out. Well, that's good to find out. I'm also not afraid of spiders. Found out today, Mario doesn't like them either. So no. that night of the thousandth episode... Both Kim and Jen tried to kill it. They failed. They don't know where it went. Supposedly disappeared. Every day since that happened, I've monitored that window, right? Because I know I know it's hanging it's out in there. Out, yeah. I know it's hanging out because it's ate very well. There's all kinds of dead flies in the window seal. Oh, and there I mean it's it's got this nice like I think she wove herself a fucking couch. Like I am like I, I don't know. Like it's so it's so bad, right? And uh like my dad was here and I'm like I said, Hey, he's out she's out. I realize now it was a black widow, so I was like, She's out. So by the time my dad gets off the couch and wanders in it, she's disappeared again. So I go, did you kill her? And he goes, no, I couldn't see it. Yeah, it's, it's right there. Look, it's right here in this area. If I had a laser pointer, I would circle it for you. She's hanging out in there. He said, when she comes out, I'll get her. Next morning, I get up and turn the light on. Whoop, there she is. Whoop, disappears. I'm like, oh, she's quick. Well, I was fucking around today. We got riot gear on. <laughs> when it had a little bat. <laughs> I'm like, court off the perimeter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smoke bombs and shit. I'm, I'm going in, I'm gonna get this bitch. <laughs> right? So I go and I buy freaking bug killer. Okay. I'm literally standing in the hall of the bathroom. And it's got this really long stream, so I was like, 
I'm I'm seriously like 10 feet away from this. Because I read on the internet that black widows can hop if they feel threatened. I can't talk about spiders and not look at the ground around me and be like, there's none here, right? They don't have to be on the ground, Mario. I know, but like... There could be one dangling down. I get it. So So I take this 10 feet of bug spray... And I, I'm now all I've done because she's got this barrier. All I've done is make her web sopping wet. Oh jeez! And she slowly crawls out like she's gonna hit a bitch. Like she's so pissed. She's just slowly crawling out. I just see these arms just slowly coming. I'm like, how big is this bitch? I left for a week. I don't know what she ate. Moths. I don't know. <laughs> Scorpions. I don't know what she's eating. Uh. And then, uh, so then, then she sticks herself to the window, and she's completely spread out, like as far as she be. She's huge. I'm like, oh, she's pissed. And that was one of the times I wish I had a lighter so I could just, and just well, we'll just be done with you. We'll read. We'll renovate the house out. I threw shoes at her. I like I couldn't hit her. And this was over the course of a couple days. I mean, she's probably looking at me like you're an idiot. Like I'm right here. I'm even giving you a chance to hit me. Nothing. So I'm spraying her. I didn't think I got her at all. I didn't think it penetrated the shield of web. And then she starts walking up the wall. And then she, like, gets drunk. Ooh, she starts wobbling. Like, uh, maybe I got her a little bit. i get her a little bit more. <laughs> then she starts walking up on the ceiling towards me. I'm like, oh, shit. She's come. I spray her again. She- DEFCON 5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 911. Uh, hello, 911. <laughs> we have a situation. Send help immediately. Send help. I'm trapped in my house. What's your situation, sir? It's coming towards me. <laughs> I'm trapped in my house. <laughs> <laughs> sir, we can't come for a spider. It's deadly. <laughs> thing is huge. It's as big as my truck. <laughs> so, so I start spraying. Parts of the ceiling so she won't cross. <laughs> like, like, you're, li- you're lying in the sand. <laughs> Don't you cross that line, bitch. You shall not pass. <laughs> so, so she turns around. I'm like, it's working. But I don't realize like the whole floor is now covered. With like a radiation <laughs> zone over there. <laughs> like the whole floor is now covered in bug spray. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then I watch her try to walk back to her web. <laughs> she falls ever so gracefully. Into the tub. Now there's shoes in there, and magazines, and some other variable things I found some to, th- other projectiles. to throw at her. <laughs> I don't know if she survived the fall. I didn't see a little black widow parachute. <laughs> she didn't have time to weave one in time to like, fall down. So Jen's here. She's going to have to go check the crime scene. <laughs> you can't handle that, baby. Look. I'll be, I can act like a man in any other situation, but you get spiders involved, forget it. Forget it. All right, so there we go. That is a uh, classic Mario in there talking about taking that spider out. <laughs> and we did. Uh, having some issues with the camera. Our tech guy is going to fix it remotely, and uh, we'll be on the cameras very soon. But... Uh, Hey, everybody, give it up for our guest. He made it. He's alive. (laughs) (laughs) Say hello, everybody, to Caleb. Yay! Were you not alive? 
Um, I was not. No. But I brought myself back from the dead, and here I am. Well, you never know how people like how people feel about this COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, like we all know, I'm not going to survive it. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> you're not. You're, what are you in the demographic, or what do you want to call it? <laughs> I fit the description. Description. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you explain that you're out of breath? I'm fat. I'm fat. <laughs> what happens? <laughs> That's what happens. Fat, not fat. Oh, not fatal. <laughs> so yeah uh what are you doing to uh keep your sanity during this you know two-week lockdown <laughs> <laughs> 10 months later right have you done your part to flatten the curve definitely definitely <laughs> more than your part uh yes absolutely i actually haven't done a show uh since march of last year um i had two tour offers that got canceled um, so it's been a crazy ride for not just me, but all my friends in the entertainment industry and everything. Yeah, so, it sucks. Yeah. Do you uh, do you do cruise ships? What do you where do you mainly do your stuff? Um, yeah, so uh, I've been offered like cruise ship offers and things like that, but I'm really focused on uh, my project that's actually taking me to Vegas now. Um, I'm trying to redefine what magic is in a sense. Um, you know, there hasn't been a really big name since, you know, Chris Angel, David Blaine, or uh, people of that sort. So I'm trying to, I call it the magic takeover. And uh, I'm just trying to make uh, take magic to a different level that no other guy has done. So that's yeah. cool. Well, yeah. Very cool. So, do you, uh, where do you perform here in town? The, yeah. the underworld? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I have uh, three venues right now that we've looked at and we're in talks with. Uh, once uh, the restrictions get lifted, obviously, I'll be playing on the Strip. And uh, that's been the goal since I was a kid. And uh, I'm now here in Vegas. I love Vegas. I've dreamed my entire life of being here. And I'm so grateful to, to be here and everything. So... Um, whenever that is, I'm ready for it. Uh, we have a show ready to, to go in and, um, I'm just really excited. So, yeah. Who, uh, who are your influences when it comes to magic? Yeah. So I'd say I'm influenced by a lot of different people. So when I go see a magic show, whether touring a residency or even like a local show, um, I pull inspiration from all different angles and, um, when I was a younger uh, kid, I used to idolize these people, and now it's so crazy for me to grow up and me to do my own shows and everything and try to build a brand and a name for myself. And now these people that I looked up to um, are now friends and mentors and um, just great people to be around. So um, I'd say like people like Rudy Kobe used to have a, a Fox special back in the 90s on uh, Fox. Um, he was a huge inspiration. Dan Sperry, he lives here in town. He used to tour with the the Illusionists, and uh, he does his own tours in Germany and stuff. Yeah, he's awesome. Dude, incredible, yeah. and a great guy, great guy. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I saw Chris Angel on TV. That, like, blew my mind. You know, it's, it's actually a funny story. I, uh, I used to watch Chris Angel on TV, and my parents, because I grew up in South Carolina, right? Charleston, South Carolina. So very, uh, very religious uh, uh, type of uh, scene and culture there. Is so, that the Bible Belt? Um, yeah. Is that it? 
Yes, and I <laughs> and I also lived for a year and a half in Branson, Missouri, which is also another Bible Belt, which okay. I'll get back to later. But um, yeah, so I used to watch Chris Angel, and uh, my family would tell me not to watch it because um, what Chris was doing on TV was uh, pretty shocking for the times, right? So, um, but he was redefining magic, something no one ever d- did before. So I actually used to sneak over to. Um, my friend's house and watch Chris Angel on TV. Awesome. You know, very hush hush. Um, <laughs> and I tell my mom now that story. She's like, "Oh man, I knew, I knew you were doing it." Um, but no, I mean, I'd say just everybody really. I respect anybody who's who's doing magic. You know, whatever level they're at, whether it's close up, stage, illusion shows, whether they're the biggest name on the planet or you know a small underground person. You know, I think I can learn something from everybody. And uh, I'm inspired by everybody. So, how did you break in to the secret society of magic? Because that's like there's a huge <laughs> wall. Like a, it's like an underground. It, it yeah. is right. Like there's a huge wall around that. Like it, you can't just be like I'm gonna be a magician yeah. and people are gonna teach you tricks because <laughs> it is like a well crafted, like a well like guarded secret of the craft. Yeah. So just to tell you my beginnings and my like story. So I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina. And uh, no magic scene there, no entertainment or anything, but there's uh, Myrtle Beach a couple hours away, and that was my first magic shop I went to. And I've always been inspired by magic. Really, I started as a fan of magic, right? I loved seeing magic shows. I was always inspired and passionate about magic. And I was in a theater company for like six years, just a local little theater company. And that took me from being kind of a hobbyist kid in my bedroom, awkward kid, and onto the stage doing stage magic and I'd go to the magic shop in Myrtle Beach called Broadway Magic. This guy named Roman was behind the counter and he used to sell me uh, stage magic. I used to save up my money all year to go to this magic shop and it was just an inspiring feeling to go there and be able to learn the tricks, right? Because it's so secretive, yeah. right? And so it just developed into, you know, high school, um, me doing birthday parties, schools, uh, smaller corporate events, like anything I could do any audience I could get in front of, whether it was paid, not paid, I didn't care. I just wanted to show people my passion, right? So um, also in high school, I had to learn kind of the business side of it because I was like, yeah, you know. How to get paid. How, 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 do, how does this work, right? I saw guys on TV, you know, making millions of dollars and I saw people on tour. I'm like, how, how do you make money at this, right? So I took entrepreneurship classes and different things to kind of learn the business side of everything. Very impressive. Yeah, I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, And I did some like high school competitions, business plan competitions, and um, I just try to learn the business side. Also, you know, I had mentors and things Mm. teaching me kind of the secrets and all that type of stuff. But um, I, uh, I got up to like really crazy. I got up like all these competitions and stuff and the governor at the time of uh, South Carolina, Nikki Haley, she invited me to the governor's mansion. I think I was like 16 and she named me South Carolina young entrepreneur of the year for that year. Sweet. And it was wow. like a whole press conference and stuff. And to me, it was just like, I wasn't trying to like make money. I wasn't trying to, you know, get awards. It was like, I was just doing something that I was passionate about, mm-hmm. you know, and still to this day, it's like, I wake up every day here in Vegas. I'm so inspired. I'm so motivated here just because the full circle nature of me, you know, this is the magic Mecca. This is where everybody is. And so, um, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
Have you ever used your magic to like lure a date in? Like, oh, there's a cute girl or whatever, and then you start doing stuff like illusions. He's not a hypnotist. No. He's like, no, that's. Like, you ever date someone and they're like, can you do this, do that? Like, do they keep bothering you about it? Um, when I go out to bars, I. I typically get asked, you know, to do tricks and yeah. stuff, and sometimes I'll do stuff. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's a really funny question. Um, sometimes I wouldn't say like I like lure anything in. I'm just, you know, really laid back in yeah. a sense, you know. And uh, if people ask me to do a trick, sometimes I'll do a trick. Uh-huh. You know, it just depends on the situation. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's, so funny you asked that. It's funny because it's like uh, I don't know if any of you guys know who Jordan Belford is, the Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. So he has like his seminar he teaches, and he's like, "Listen, what I'm going to teach you guys," and he makes you swear. Like I swear <laughs> that I will not use this for evil because mm-hmm. he's like, "I will teach you how to close anything," you know. But he like makes you swear. So I wonder, like, is the magic circle like that yeah. too? Like, listen, you will not use this for evil. <laughs> like, you will not use this to get extra pepperoni. Okay, <laughs> like right? you get the standard pepperoni. You know, like that's. <laughs> Look, if there's a way to get extra pepperoni, I'm using it. Even, I'm lying to get it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not signing no waiver that says you can't get extra pepperoni. For real. Don't you always get asked tell a joke? Oh, you're a comedian? Right? Say something funny. Exactly. Say something funny. Yeah, exactly. You know the struggle. Oh, my God, I want to see if that works. Like, hold on, let me get that picture world. of your mom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, not funny for me or funny for you? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Do I go to your job and throw rocks at you while you're yeah. working? Oh, you're a construction <laughs> worker? Dig a fucking hole. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you dig some shit. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, there's a... Uh, hey, that wasn't very funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's actually a... Uh, a group called the International Brotherhood of Magicians. I knew it. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, was out there. And it had to be. It's like the Illuminati, the Bohemian Grove, the Freemasons, <laughs> and, the and the magicians. And then the magicians. Yes. <laughs> Try to get in it. Be a fake magician yes. and see if you could slide your way in there. I'll never do it. <laughs> You'll never tell. <laughs> yeah, I've been a member since I was like 12, I think. And uh, they have like conventions, magic conventions every year, like somewhere in the U.S. And it's like a whole thing. It's a you whole hear that? Somewhere. Yes. Somewhere. Very not, 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 yeah, not yeah. exactly where. Somewhere, somewhere. it exists. <laughs> in, a, in a world far away. <laughs> somewhere over it's the rainbow. Reno. <laughs> <laughs> Is it in a different spot every year? Or uh, yeah. You, you go to them? Yeah. So um, this past summer, I actually went to, uh, they have one in Scottsdale. And I flew in for it. Basically, you you guys know who uh, Lance Burton? Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Big house on the hill out there. Yeah. So, um, so Lance, he has a teen seminar there to kind of give back to all the uh, kids and stuff just starting out in magic. And so I was at I was uh, 21. So I was right at that age bracket where I could go, but I was still kind of yeah. old for that group. But I went, and um, it was so inspiring. Like he he was teaching all these kids how to do the basic beginner tricks like little sponge balls or sponge rabbits and little card tricks and stuff and uh it was so cool to go see that because i was once that kid yeah you know and now i'm here but yes ibm international brotherhood of magicians is a real thing they have a credit union (laughs) (laughs) oh i wish (laughs) i met him once before when i was really young and he did the same thing like he showed like a trick and it was like i was so starstruck by him any magic trick to me is there's no basic magic trick for me Mm -hmm. like maybe to like you but for me i'm still like fucking huh (laughs) yeah huh and that's the thing for me is like at the end of the day who i am at the core i'm just a fan of magic you know and the stuff i'm developing now here in vegas is 
stuff I would want to go see if I saw a magic show, especially with kids my age. Yeah. A lot of the shows um, in magic, if you think of a magician, you think of like top hats, rabbits, and uh, kind of hokey like boxes and stuff. And uh, there's a market for that. But I wanted to do something way different. I, I want to change magic in a way that no one else has. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We got uh, the amazing Jonathan. Would he be considered magic? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, are you uh, well, he's, with him? Yeah. He's, he's, well, he's more of an illusionist. Illusionist, yeah, but yeah, he's, like, he's got a great show. Like, his whole spiel is, like, amazing. Yeah. He was, like, my favorite local guy for sure for a long for time. For a long time. Yeah. Yeah, what's actually really cool, my first time I came to Vegas, I was 17, right? And uh, I flew out here, and the secretary of the IBM, mm -hmm. International Brotherhood of Magicians, she mm -hmm. actually took me to the Amazing Jonathan's house. Okay, out here? And, yeah. And uh, I spent, like, a couple hours with him, and it was like, I'm, like, sitting in his house, like, this huge mansion, like, cars in the driveway. I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh. And you know what he told me? He said, Caleb, if you want to do magic full time, if you want to make it not just, a like, a career, but if you want to make a branded name for yourself, if you stick with it, the money will come. Yeah. And I think about that all the time because, you know, I'm 22 and, you know, I've been doing it my whole life, but I'm here in Vegas now and it's like, this is it. You know, th this is what I've worked everything for. And, you know, I always think back to what he told me and it's like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Yeah. I'm going to make it, you know? So. And yeah. then COVID happened. Yes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's like all of it. Right? And then COVID happened. Yep. Are your shows kid-friendly? Like, are they for, like, when it, when you have your show out there, like, will young kids be able to He's a you? kid himself. I know. He's over, you know, 20. We are over 21. You're 22, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm 22. So, um, yes. My, my thing is, like, if I was at my age and, you know, my mom wanted to take me to a magic show, and I'm like, I want to go see that show, and then my mom's, oh, you can't. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be that for somebody, you know, right. because I was that kid once. And so, yes, my f shows are all family-friendly, but it's edgy. Like, it's still cool. Like, it's still a cool show. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't want to do, you know, what a lot of people do. I still want to be, you know, with the culture and with the times and, you know, my my music during my show is stuff you're gonna hear on the radio, and I get texts from people all the time or Snapchats, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I hear your song on the radio," or "Oh my gosh, I hear you know your song at the mall," and so yeah, I just try to keep it current and stuff, but totally family friendly. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, guess what, guys? I want to play a game. It's what? time to play a game. Yes. And our guest actually gets a chance to win a prize. No way. Yeah. That's why I came here. I know. That's, that's what people say. <laughs> they give <laughs> stuff away. All right, so here we go. All right, let's, um, let's boot up romance novel or name of a porno. All right, of course, it is proudly sponsored by Spunk Lube. Get one bottle for free when you buy one bottle and use coupon code RCS20 at spunklube.com. So what we're going to give you is 15 titles. You're going to write them down, just 1 through 15. You're going to write if you think it's a romance novel or a porno. Oof. If you get 10 or more correct, you will win the prize. I was not ready for this. 
Well, but you, here we are. Here it is. You've been practicing your whole life by watching Pornhub and didn't know it. Now, <laughs> we'll put it to the test. <laughs> here we go. Is everybody ready? Do you have a piece of paper? I got no pen, no paper. Me either. Uh, here's the pen. There should be some paper around there. I got somewhere. found a pen. Okay. Let's get some pepper. Okay, cool. You need this? I got this. I need paper. On a budget. On a budget comes to the. On a budget comes to those tacos today. Yeah. <laughs> He's a taco wrapper. You got one. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so there's 15 all together. We'll write them down and then we'll go over them when we're all finished. Number one, rock hard. Rock hard. Number two, tempted by you. Number three, the dare. Number four, let me in to please you. <laughs> Sorry. There's always one that makes her laugh, and it's the one I think she's seen. Uh, number five, <laughs> wall banger. Number six, mouth to mouth. Number seven, coming of the storm. <laughs> number eight, Tiffany's teacher's pet. Number nine, saving Savannah. Number 10, give me all you got. Number 11, <laughs> grandma loves the dark meat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, number 12, getting down to pussy town. <laughs> number 13, savage pussy. <laughs> this makes me second guess some of my previous choices in the middle, you know. <laughs> number 14, secret island for secret men. And number 15. <laughs> wow. Was that? <laughs> and number 15, Amber's Playground. <laughs> so those are your 15 titles for today. <laughs> yeah, we'll start with Mikey, number one. It's a porn. Caleb. Uh, porn. Porn. Novel. Damn. What was the title again? Rock Hard. That's a novel. Yeah. Wasn't that a movie? <laughs> First the novel. It's probably both, but I heard the books better. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, J9, Tempted by You. I said novel. Caleb. Uh, novel, yep. I got novel. It's a novel. Uh, Number three, Caleb, The Dare. Uh, novel. Mikey. Novel. Porn. Novel. Mm. Number four, Let Me In to Please You, J9. Porn. Uh, porn. Porn. <laughs> Novel. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Number five, uh, Mikey, Wallbanger. Porn. Caleb. Porn. Burger joint. <laughs> 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 Isn't it? That's Wahlburgers. Uh, novel. <laughs> uh, it's a porn. Uh, <laughs> Number six, Caleb, mouth to mouth. Uh, porn. 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 Porn it is. Uh, Number seven, coming of the storm. Porn. Porn. Novel. Porn. <laughs> Number eight, Tiffany's teacher's pet. Come on, that's porn. <laughs> I got porn. Porn. Porn, it is. Uh, number nine, Saving Savannah. Caleb. Novel. Porn. I said novel. It's a novel. Ooh. Uh, let's see, number ten, Give Me All You Got, J9. I said porn. 
Caleb? Porn. Porn. Yeah, number 11. Grandma loves the dark meat, Caleb. <laughs> porn. <laughs> I got novel. No, oh, I, got wow. porn. I got porn. Okay. I got porn. I got porn. Papa book. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a porn. Uh, number 12, getting down to pussy town, J9. Well, that's porn. <laughs> porn. Porn. Yes, yeah, it is. Unless it's an autobiography. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 13, uh, Savage Pussy, Mikey. Porn. 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 That's correct. Number 14, <laughs> Secret Island for Secret Men, Mikey. I got porn. Novel. Porn. Novel. Ooh. Uh, number 15, Amber's Playland. Porn. Novel. Novel. Porn. What would we do? How'd we get? I got 10. I got 10. You got 10 too. What? Yeah, we need like a tie. Three way tie. No, that's a magic trick. I got 10. He got 10. She got 10. Well, he's the only one that wins the prize. Yeah, so that's how that works. So that's how that works. So that's 10 or more, you get a bottle of Spunk Lube, everybody. <laughs> Careful I got a that. t-shirt, now this This <laughs> is incredible, dude In a, in a year's supply of lube <laughs> you, That's you, in case the look, shirt's too small Look, <laughs> look yeah. He's 22, that's not a year's supply <laughs> That might be a week Yeah, You're gonna need some sanitizer too, bud <laughs> <laughs> Take some tacos to go <laughs> yeah. Not mine <laughs> <laughs> Whoa It's <laughs> just got warm outside I'm just joking <laughs> Good stuff, though. That's uh, that's round one. Yes. Of games. Round one. Round one of games. Was it round two or one? That's round for games. That's round one. Okay. Yeah. But we uh, we're not done. <laughs> I've got another game for him, and for it's basically him because yes. he's. He, but then when I tell you when I tell you what the prize is, Mikey's gonna get really upset. Oh no! I watch watch how quickly. I'm no longer. I will no longer be his friend. Watch how quickly I hate <laughs> everyone in this room. He'll be oh, like. No. He'll be like. But Jay, I filled in for you today. Yes. How can you do me dirty? I know it's coming. This is what he's gonna say. So I'm, I'm prepared. He knows me well. <laughs> <laughs> You've done the show for a while. Yes. What could it be? All right. Well, if you want to know what we're doing, here it is. Time to play 20 questions with our guest. Sponsored by Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's get to grilling. Now, depending on how well you do on this game, which uh -oh. is 20 questions, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Depending on your answer, okay. if you do really well and answer the majority of them without saying pass... If you if you answer a good collection of them, uh, Jesse Ray's Barbecue will be awarding you with a hundred dollar gift certificate. <laughs> no, no way! <laughs> have you been to Jesse Ray's? I have not. Are you familiar with Jesse Ray's? No, I, I just moved here, dude. He's not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe he'd take you to lunch. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. delicious. Yeah, and it's across you from my office. We just we just we just read about that secret place for secret men. <laughs> It's called Jesse Ray's. <laughs> you get the buckle. But Jesse's a woman, man. You get the buckle. <laughs> I'm from South Carolina. I know barbecue. Oh, this is the spot. This is the best yeah. Vegas has to offer. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's amazing. All right, so here we go. Number one. What's a saying that you say a lot? 
Um, can I phone a friend? No. Um, <laughs> I'd probably say dude. I say the word dude a lot. I'm trying to think of a saying. <laughs> Do you have a catchphrase? Well, well that'd be catchphrase. like dude will work. If, if you yeah. say it a lot. Yeah, it'll work. Yeah. Uh, number two, you discover a beautiful island upon which you may build your own society. You make the rules. What is the first rule you put in place? Everyone must know magic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Everyone must uh, become a member of the International Brotherhood of Magicians <laughs> and come to the side of magic. <laughs> the side of magic. The dark side. I'm getting more creeped out by magic as the day goes on. <laughs> Maybe you don't want to go to the barbecue place. Maybe he'll take me instead. <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. After the museum, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. There we go. <laughs> you have been given the opportunity to create the half-hour TV show of your own design. What is it called and what is the premise? Yes, this this is actually one of my uh, my goals. So uh, yeah, it would be called the Magic Takeover, and it would be a special of the most insane magic and stunts that uh, the world of magic and entertainment has ever seen. There we go. So the Chris Angel Show. <laughs> oh. Chris, Chris is actually a great a, a great inspiration, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm very uh, I'm I try not to imitate. Yeah. Yep. You can flip a switch that will wipe any band or musical artist off the planet. Who is it going to be? Oof. This uh, is part of that using magic for evil. Oh, yes. You're right. You're right. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, seal. Ooh, good really? one. Yep. Good nice choice. Yep. <laughs> Number five, you accidentally ate some radioactive vegetables that were so good, but you realized... They gave you superpowers. The superpower of your choice is going to be what? Levitation. Mm. That's a cool one. Yep. For sure. Yep. What are you going to do up there? You know? <laughs> what are you going to do up there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he might need to, you know, get out of the way. <laughs> I dated a magician once, and he climbed up to my balcony because I wouldn't answer my phone, and we're all like, what did he do? Levitate up There's there? a difference oh, between really? stalking I'm and like, levitating. Yeah, like, yeah, I got the stalker, not the <laughs> levitator. Not the levitator. <laughs> <laughs> so levitating's a good idea. Yes. <laughs> There's a difference between stalker and magic. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> like cool like in Lost Boys when he levitated up. It was just stalking. That, that's why when you were asking me, oh, do you, like, show girls magic tricks or pr try to pick them up? And I'm yeah. like... Yeah, there's a fine line between being yes. creepy. Weird and yes. <laughs> I'll just appear anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm here in your living room. <laughs> Number six, name the top five things to take with you during a zombie outbreak. Zombie outbreak. Oof. Um, number one would be probably linking logs. Um, I think those would be very useful. Uh, two, uh, one of my friend's uh, dogs, Piglet. Piglet is just a uh, a great um, animal, and I think Piglet would attack all the zombies away. Uh, three, some type of radioactive poison of some kind. I don't know what that would be, but something like that. Guns, four. I think I'm I'm a magician. I don't know. I think that would be crazy. And then five... I'm trying to think of stuff off the top of my head. Um, Taco Bell. This Taco Bell right here. 
Well, done. What about the spunk lube? <laughs> yeah, right? Man. I already got that with me now. <laughs> right? <Sure>. Yeah. <laughs> Number seven, how would you quickly dispose of a dead body in a hotel room? Um, I'm going to have to pass on this one from personal experience. <laughs> uh, no. Um, yes. Contact a lawyer. <laughs> um, probably uh, a bunch of chemicals, right, in the bathtub. Boom. Done. Done. There you go. Right? Some, yeah. uh, what is that show? Um, the guy with the glasses. Um, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah. They, they had a whole episode on that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's see. How many times a day do you look in the mirror? Um, so I'd say I'm a bit of a narcissist, so a lot. I actually have a lot of mirrors. Hold on. Do you carry a mirror in your pocket? Why'd you bring that up, dude? See? I'm trying to figure out the level of narcissism right here. Do you own a mirror that's in your, do you have a portable mirror? <laughs> no, I have like a, a seven foot mirror, you know, in my bedroom. But other than that, not really. So what, what's the number you think? 10, 20,000? Um, probably 3,000. 3,000 times a day is in yes. the mirror. <laughs> yes. Now with the spunk loop, it just went up. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Question number nine. What's the toughest decision you've ever made? At 22. At 22. <laughs> um, whether I was going to eat pizza or tacos, that's a pretty tough decision. Um, no. Um, that's a tough decision if it's your last $10. Yeah, you're, you're on death row. <laughs> it's your last $10. Like when you're like, yeah. I've been in that situation before. That's a college age decision right <laughs> yes. there for sure. Yes. Uh, number 10. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> number 10. Uh, what is the most important thing you bring to a friendship? Um, Deck of cards. A <laughs> <laughs> um, a friendship. It's just always showing up with rabbits. <laughs> well, I'd say the lube now, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <there laughs> <you go. laughs> Going to make a lot more friends now. <laughs> <laughs> Number eleven. Tomorrow you have a date with someone in this room. Who would be the worst choice? Oof. Say Mikey. Say Mikey. Say Mikey. <laughs> I, I, gave you, I love you, brother. I gave you lube and a shirt. <laughs> that means he's not taking me to Jesse Ray's, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> right? Lost. <laughs> and number 12, yeah. if you could add a single option to your car, what would you add? Oof, a better sound system, that's for sure. Because my sound system sucks. Incoming or outgoing? Um, both. both. Let's nice. do both, both while we're at it. Boom. You know? I've actually owned the same car since I was 15, and I've driven it all across the country, and it's still running great. And uh, that uh, that sound system, I probably blew it. In I high want school. A, I want an option that you can just like hit a button, and the person in front of you that's irritating you, they lose all power in their car, <laughs> and, and they have to slide over to, and it <laughs> automatically slides them out of the way so everybody can get going. That's not being that, that, well, mean. you know, it's, I'm not killing them. I like it. I'm not killing them. They're just out of the way. <laughs> just, they're out of my way. Some Tesla technology, right? That's a ludicrous <laughs> song, right? Uh, number 13, what historical figure would you like to have a chat with? I would say, actually, Chris Angel. Boom. Boom. Yeah. I, uh, I've had some interactions with him, but I've never actually just gotten down uh, like to talk with him. You'll be disappointed. You know. You'll be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> number 14. <laughs> number cool. 14. Do you find pets friendlier than humans? 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love dogs. Dogs are my favorite. Yeah, I have one in my back right now. That's just oh, that's right. Oh up my there. god, I didn't even see. It. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, number fifteen. What three songs are included on the soundtrack to your life? Oof. Something by Seal, I would assume. Uh, yes. <laughs> that uh, what is it? The Kissed by a Rose or something? Yep, yep. <laughs> that Batman song, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll do that one. Number one. There's three, three songs. Yeah, three songs. Um. Two would be, um, I love Machine Gun Kelly's new album. It's it awesome. Yeah. yeah, I love uh, Drunk Face is probably one of my favorite songs on there, which is really great. Um, and then, say throwback, John Belly and All Time Well. That was a favorite in high school. So There you go. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, number 16. A man walks up to you and says he's going to transform you into... The animal of your choice, and there's nothing you can do about it. What animal are you becoming? A turtle. I used to have a pet turtle named Charlie. He was my favorite, and then he ran away. But you know you're in the desert now, right? So do you want to go tortoise? Tortoise, yes. You'd be a disappointed yeah, very, turtle very, in the desert. Very, very smart. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh if you're going to be shelled, you might as well be yep. the desert shell. Yep. Okay. Tortoise. Change my answer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see, number 17. Which day do you think the start of the week is, Sunday or Monday? You know, what's crazy, I just work so much, I don't even think about days really, which is sounds crazy. But I uh, I just wake up and work, 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 and then fall asleep for like four or five hours, and then I get up and then go again. So I don't really have a time schedule, which is really weird, but yeah. Yeah, um, but the question was. Oh yes. <laughs> so is it Sunday or Monday? What is that? Um. Oh my gosh, I thought you were asking. Yes. <laughs> wow, I was way off on that one, right? Still no answer. <laughs> Still no answer. Um, pass. No. Um, I'd say Monday for sure. All right. Yep. Number eighteen. You have seven dollars and five minutes at the grocery store. What do you buy? Ramen. Seven dollars with a ramen. Oh yeah, yeah that feeds man. you for a month, bro. Yeah, dude. You didn't say you're going to be broke forever. <laughs> you, just, you got seven dollars and five minutes. I respect that. It's, it's ramen in a <laughs> six pack. The ramen. <laughs> a couple cases of ramen. I, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, bro. He gets you it. You eat it dry and everything, bro. Right. I just say you get a couple. Yeah. Get you through the night. Get some beer. Wash just it down, bro. <laughs> Wash it down, bro. Uh, let's see. Number nineteen. If you could explore anything Indiana Jones style, where would you go? Uh, Indiana Jones style. Um, I'd say the Magic Castle. I've never been to the Magic Castle in I L.A. Have. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and because all the times I've been in L.A., I've been underage, you know, and I couldn't get in. Plus, you have to know somebody to get in, right? Yeah. And so I've heard so many stories about like secret. I've never heard of it. It's amazing. Really? <clears throat> it's in L.A. Yeah. yeah, I've lived in L.A. I've never. <laughs> it's pretty awesome in there. Who's the celebrity that like runs the whole thing it used to be neil patrick harris yeah yeah, yeah. he used to be the Duty i think Housen? president mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nbh okay. yeah nbh yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay yep. they have like a little secret door when you come in and you have to have like a password and then they let you in and it's just really? like it's for the playing. ibms yes i didn't even know <laughs> yeah. i didn't know people doing magic everywhere and they have different shows and they have like you can eat dinner and there's bars it's really cool it's actually it's an experience to like you have to see it once Thing. No invite doubt. only. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it invite you only? You actually have to know a member. Yeah. Invited to go, and y there's a dress code, a very strict dress code, and everything. 
and you see close-up magic, you see a stage show, dinner, everything. It's an experience. Murder. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's at the end of the show. Yeah. Spirit cooking. <laughs> what I had to do to get in the magic castle. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Same thing she had to know. do to get a co-hosting gig. <laughs> Number 20. Uh, can insanity bring about more creativity? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I know some super creative people that, you know, in normal society standards aren't, you know, maybe there or... You know, they just have, you know, different quirks about them, right? But they're super creative. Um, and, uh, yeah, definitely. Very cool. Yeah. Oh. Do well, you realize I, what you've done? No way. Okay. <laughs> I, I think, Do you realize what you've done? I think no. you have earned your $100 gift certificate. Oh, Ooh. my goodness. Do not lose that. I will no. change you a lifetime supply of ramen for that if you're, <laughs> if you're willing. Holy cow. <laughs> It'll be like $20 yeah. worth of ramen. I'm honored. Thank you so much. 5611 South Valley View, on the yeah. corner of Valley View and Hacienda, right across from the lovely toilet bowl known as the Raider Stadium. Yeah, it's closer <laughs> to Russell, isn't it? Valley View and Russell, right? Russell. Yeah. That's amazing. Actually, because you guys are giving me so much stuff, I actually brought something for all you guys. Oh. Um, I do something really special, and I don't give them away often, but um, I want to give you guys something. These are... Um, these are lifetime tickets to my show. So what? throughout the entire, what? the entirety of my career, no wh way. whether I'm 50, whether it's you know once showrooms open, and so you, guys you become famous. See, yes. No way. That's the plan. This so, is amazing. Boom. There you go. There's a lifetime ticket. Boom. That's for you. Is this like being a member of the IBM? Wow, this is amazing. <laughs> this Thank is you. a part this of the awesome. Caleb Alexander Club. Yeah, this so, is cool. Yeah, once once my show opens, I'd love for you guys to come. And uh, not just that, but, like, I plan on staying here for the rest of my life. You it's know? even dated today. Yes. <laughs> so we can't sneak into past shows. <laughs> <laughs> so if I ever invent time travel, yeah, yeah. I, yes. can, yeah. I can't go to old shows with this. Yep. I keep it on the lockdown. So thank you guys so much. That's yeah. awesome. But if I show thank up you. at an old show of yours <laughs> through time travel, you'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Leave it to Mike. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, you're you going to do a trick for us? That was my trick. Can you make Mikey disappear? Oh. <laughs> I'll make this Taco Bell disappear. All right, oh. we'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> we're going to take a break, everybody. We'll be right back. Listen, we know you're itching to go on vacation. The whole world is. Here's a great deal for you. We have an all-inclusive luxury resort in Mexico priced at just $3.99 for six sunny days and five starry nights. And that price is for up to four people. Plus, you can book it right now and have up to 24 months to use it. You must be wondering, what's the catch? Simple. You need to take about an hour of your time and watch a presentation on their vacation programs. No big deal. Is a little bit of your time worth trading for a six-day vacation in Mexico? Of course it is. So, make this 100% free call today and book your all-inclusive vacation to Mexico for just $3.99 for up to four people. And remember, you have up to 24 months to use it. Call us now. 800-457-5221. 800-457-5221. That's 800-457-5221. Paid for by GTG Global. 
Hey, J9, you looking to get lucky tonight? Why, do you know where I can get my lips on a dirty banana? Do I? And I know where you can get your hands on a golden dong. And pirate booty, giant clam, and even doorknobs you can get fresh with. Is this place heaven? No, this place is the Golden Tiki, 3939 Spring Mountain Road. Mm, this sounds amazing. The number one tiki bar in Las Vegas, 3939 Spring Mountain Road, Golden Tiki. All right, class. Today's lesson, Stink 101. Teach me, sensei. Sweat is a natural process, but it turns your underarms into a cafeteria for bacteria, feasting on your sweet, sweet sweat, causing B.O. What about these yellow stains? Antiperspirants use aluminum to try to trap sweat, but you can't stop nature. The sweat that sneaks out mixes with the aluminum and makes it look like your shirt peed its pants. But what it does to your body is much worse. Like a fart in a locker. Stop covering yourself with aluminum. And remember, what goes on your body also goes in your body. Thanks, wise janitor. Hey guys, listen up. Receive 20% off all orders, $20 or more, at Dr. Squatch when you use coupon code RVR20. Hey there, friends. This is Dan to tell you about Pinche's Tacos. They got a simple mission. Provide you with the best taco experience and high-quality meats, seafood, fresh garden vegetables, handmade tortillas, and high-quality artesian bread. They've got a happy hour from Tuesday to Saturday, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Featured specials, $4 draft beers, margaritas, well drinks, $5 glass of wine, and $2 tacos. Show them the Radio Vegas Rocks app and Pinche's coupon when you order a blood orange margarita you will receive a free gringo taco. There are several locations to choose from, even in Los Angeles. Pinche's Tacos. Hey, this is Murray Sochek with a rock and comedy show, the number one podcast in Las Vegas. You always eat late when you drink. That's a problem. Somebody's going to end up at Denny's here tonight. That's inevitable. <laughs> We're all responsible for keeping that place in business. Have you, has anybody been to Denny's recently? Hell yeah. What, do you fucking work there, dude? You're very fired up about that. <laughs> Hell yeah, free, free moons over Miami any day of the week. <laughs> if you're going to Denny's and you're sober, uh, take this moment to reevaluate your life, okay? <laughs> Not a choice you should be making. That's assumed at this point in life. The food at Denny's is designed to only digest with booze in your system. It's the shittiest food ever, man. You know it's shitty too, because it comes out way too fucking quick. No food is gonna be good for your body. Hey man, can I get some eggs? Yeah, sure. You mean these that were in my pants? What the fuck, Jose? No, I don't. Why do you have eggs in your pants, dude? I want it off the fucking grill. You should only be at Denny's at 5 a.m. with a big group of buddies having weird late night Denny's drunk discussions. Just weird shit like what you'd really do for a Klondike bar, right? Just all that shit. We've all had that talk, dude. Somebody always takes it to an uncomfortable level like, dude, those things are good, man. I'd suck a dick for one. You're like, oh shit. The fuck, Eric, it's just ice cream, bro. You can get at the grocery store, all right? I'll loan you the money, motherfucker. You don't have to make a lifestyle change, all right? It's not. It's just, a, it's just a cold treat, dude. <laughs> oh, Adam Ray, very funny, talking, of course, about Denny's. Nobody ever plans to go to Denny's. You just end up at Denny's. <laughs> this is true. Mikey, the question is, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Oh, for a Klondike bar? I'd just go to the store and buy one, dude. I got a little bit of money in my pocket. I can handle that. <laughs> I can handle that. Uh, that's not... Answering the question. Oh, like a physical act? Yeah, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Mm, I'm not really into Klondike bars, so it wouldn't be much. It wouldn't be much. Uh, I don't know. 
Maybe just cross the street. Look, if you don't answer this question, just cross the street. if you don't, if you don't cross answer this question, street. I'm bringing Bob in here. Bob, is Bob still alive? Is Bob here? <laughs> he's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> no, but he's me and Bob. He's hanging out on the fence. Is he alive still? Yeah. Fuck, dude. Don't bring Bob. Bob and I. Listen, man. I thought Bob had died. No, Bob's doing great. There's a cat that wants to be dead, <laughs> and he's outside. No and one way. day he wouldn't let me in. <laughs> what? He would not let me in. Dude. It a was cat? like, yeah, like remember? I don't know if you're old enough to have watched Heathcliff. But remember, like when the fucking claws would come out and one would like sparkle. Like that's what Bob does. Okay, Bob has a switchblade and a fucking criminal record. All right. Wow. Yeah, like I would get a restraining over order from Bob if I could, but I'd be the crazy guy trying to get one from the cat. And these dogs, they don't got my back. No, not the one that's in my back doesn't yeah. have my back. Right. He doesn't you know, even like Bob. No one does. I do. He's not likable. Okay. Bob is lovable. Listen, the tortoise and I have a pact. Bob comes into my house when all the animals are sleeping. He jumps on my lap. Does he really? Has he been inside? Yeah, several times. Oh, this is creepy. You look terrified. I don't like Bob. I I would I went I went through a cactus to get away from Bob. Okay. Like I tried to like leapfrog over a cactus to get away from this cat. Okay. It's the meanest, one-eyed, nasty. He does not have. He has both eyes. He's missing a tail. That's all. He's a he's a no-tailed, one-eyed, felony feline that just hates me for no reason. I think he thinks I'm Mario. I think he thinks I'm Fat Mario. But he liked Mario. I know. And he liked Kim. He likes everyone but me. (laughs) They were all nice to him. Jay's eyes lit up as soon as he brought up Bob. Oh. (laughs) Me and that cat. Oh, I just hate that cat. And I'm a lover of animals. I love all animals. Mm. I own multiple animals. I have a zoo in my house. Well, not really a zoo. It's a couple of leopard geckos, a poodle, and a tortoise. But still, you know. So it's like the old Vegas zoo. (laughs) It's like the old Vegas zoo. Yeah, with a poster of Siegfried and Roy. That's it. Rest in peace. The last one finally died. I don't know which one. Siegfried. Was was it Siegfried? Last week. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. You ever think of incorporating animals? Absolutely not. No. I, uh, Here's Bob. I actually. Um, you know what ruined that Siegfried and Roy show? A fucking cat. Okay. A big ass cat mm-hmm. took that whole show down. An empire was crumbled because of a big cat. Yeah. I actually, um, starting in magic, I wanted to learn all types of magic. So I wanted to learn close up magic, dove magic, uh, stuff with bunnies, the stage illusions, all aspects. So I would be a well rounded performer, right? Uh, just in the beginning. So I had doves for years. And um, they were like my friends. There was actually this one uh, 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 dove uh, named Buddy mm-hmm. and um, another one named Mohawk. Mohawk, he was a baby and he had like feathers sticking up on his head. And like uh, my assistants called him Mohawk. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a perfect name. Anyways, I used to have birds, right? And they're my best friends. And then, you know, especially nowadays, I'm just, I just don't think it's right to have animals in shows. Um, that, that's just where I stand. And my, my show going forward in my career, I, I just won't have any animals in my show. Mm. Especially me seeing how other you know animals and things have been treating, treated in shows and stuff. I, it's just not for me. But, uh, but I love animals. I'm an animal person. And I, I actually, those doves that used to be in my show, I actually donated, donated them to an animal sanctuary instead of selling them. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Doves. Just yeah. don't end yeah. up like Siegfried and Roy. Just don't do it, <laughs> right? Don't, don't do it. it. Don't give it. Uh, yeah, I wish I met them actually. That was uh I'm really inspired by like the old legends. Yeah. 
a lot of uh, people my age in magic, um, there's like a trend with like YouTube videos and things and close up magic. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people my age like don't know or they forget about, you know, the old time legends like Doug Henning, Zig Freedom Roy, Richie Artie, like all these people who paved the way for people like us to make a name for ourselves, you know? So all those guys passed through Vegas at one point. Headliners. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, what was the other, uh, there was a, was it Melinda? Yeah. The first lady of magic? Yes. That was, was my friend's stepmom. You're Wasn't kidding. Was she married to Lance Burton? I don't know. She was at one time. Yeah, yeah. but at one point yeah. she was married to my friend's dad. It was like <laughs> <Really>? super crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bob. It was like super crazy. That's actually crazy because since I moved here, I've heard a lot of stories about Melinda Shell. Yeah. So. And then there was another family that we went to school with that uh, they were like caretakers of animals like in the shows and they oh, had yeah. like a huge they had like tigers and stuff at their house it was crazy yeah i want to do a magic show where all the magic tricks go wrong mm. and the assistant gets them right Ooh, it's called uh magic's biggest secrets finally revealed the mass magician that's the one <laughs> <laughs> that was a show that guy, i remember that that was a couple like four or five years ago uh yeah yep did the ibm they took that guy out right Oh, definitely. That guy's no longer. I no, he's sure. not. No, nope. he will disappear. You find Xavier, magicians? his he name was something disappear. like that. Yeah. Uh, they actually found out who it was. Of course, they and, did. Uh, he doesn't have much of a career anymore. So. No, no, no. Was that because he got like blackballed or something? Or why no, did he do no, that? No, no. You're missing my point. It's a comedy magic show. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Like I will set up the I will set up the trick, mm -hmm. and it so doesn't. So the audience would believe Jay was the magician, right? But I'm, but I'm not. Oh, you would be the assistant. assistant. I, yes, is actually the one that gets it all. I'm like, I don't. I, that's I thought it was. I thought it was going to work. No, that's 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 worse than the idea of uh, John uh, Hines' podcast with the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! He never he never used the puppet on my show. He did. <laughs> on your show, he did. Yes, you he brought props puppet. and everything to a podcast. <laughs> it was awesome. I, love I think guy. he well. I think he uses. I think he uses it to so he can get the voice when he's trying to do yeah. Bernie's voice or whatever. But yeah, it was awesome. When he had the when he had the show here, he didn't. He never brought it out. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play you that clip. It's hilarious. I got to get you that audio. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's such a crazy old man, and he does my taxes. <laughs> does my taxes? He's my accountant. I love him. <laughs> Have you thought about drinking your own piss? No. Oh, oh don't even. I've read two books about it, buddy. It's like, okay, is there a third book for reference? Or are we stopping at two? Two is the one. It's midstream, bud. You got to pinch a little out. Then you pinch it off. You drink the midstream. What? <laughs> yeah. This is what this guy does? He drinks the midstream. He'll piss away. Piss on the virus. That's his line, right? Piss on the virus. Piss on the virus. Yeah, piss on the virus. You got to get, some, get yeah. some nano silver and piss. Yeah, I drink silver water and piss. I drink the midstream. Me and Sandy. That's all we do with the cabin. And you know what Sandy says? I'm never drinking my own pee. <laughs> she's so disgusted by it. And as soon as he goes to tell someone, I go, I don't want to hear this story. Oh, <laughs> like, you've so you've awesome. already told this story. He was in my office, and I was trying to get him to do everybody, like, like bring him in as the, like the accountant. You know, like, you can do everybody's taxes here. There's a lot of, like, leads in here for it. And that's right. I piss on the virus. You midstream it. And I'm like, I'm like okay, there's, so you're not getting anyone's business here. Okay. Yeah, you're done. All right, thanks, John. Here's what I owe you for last year's taxes. Have a good one. <laughs> It's the best. He's ahead of his time, man. He oh. always is. Yeah. If you want the best in conspiracy theories. Oh, the G-Man. <laughs> so 
awesome. We love you, John. <laughs> I went up there the other day to see his place because I hadn't seen it in a while. And I took AJ with us. And so he had somebody else to tell all these stories to. And he's just going on and going on and going on. And I was like, you drop these names. You, like, drop certain names. Like, we're supposed to know who these people are. Yeah. It's like Kramer from, like, Bob Sacramento. (laughs) (laughs) He's just got names. And you're like, huh? What? You know, Timmy Sacramento. (laughs) Like, what? What? Yeah, he's from Youngstown. (laughs) Timmy Sakamoto, you know who he is. From Youngstown. Yeah. One of the good old boys with the G-Man. <laughs> he gave me this coin. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. Hey, it's the Rock and Comedy Show. Who's this? This is Dougie. Hello, Dougie. How are you? Fine. How can I help you? Oh, I didn't know if you guys were taking questions for Caleb. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Oh, so my question was, what makes you different or separates you from the best of the best? Yeah, so I'd say what separates me is on stage, you can really tell my passion for magic. I'm not walking through a show. I'm really young and youthful. My show just has an energy about it, and I have a charisma on stage that you can just tell I'm having a good time. Not only that, but just my pure passion when it comes down to it. Wait, do we... I like it. What, what's, your, what's your favorite effect in all okay. of magic? Oh, my favorite effect. Um, my favorite effect in magic would probably be um, probably the grand scale illusion. So when I was young, like I said, I tried to learn all types of magic, but I was really fascinated because of my theater background with the bigger stage illusions and everything. So uh, that's probably my, uh, my favorite type of magic, my favorite trick. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, one last question, yeah. and I have a lifetime ticket to your show. <laughs> I'll take this for you. Yeah. Absolutely not, Doug. You've, you've gone too far, okay? You've gone too far. Awesome, brother. <laughs> no, Doug, you it. got it, man. You love got your it. Show. Love your show, guys, and Caleb, all the best to you. I love you, my brother. You're my dear friend. Awesome. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Doug. Bye. There we go. He's out quick. Yeah, he's quick. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, question. I heard beep, and I like stopped. I was like, "Wait, did he hang up?" I was like, oh, "I had God. the I had the phone line open." Oh, gotcha. Oh, for, okay. I had it open for forty five minutes, waiting for people to call in. Yeah, mm-hmm. the two people called. The and, and nobody called in. I turned it off, and then it it bounces to the other line. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, nice. So there we go. Yeah, that's awesome. But that's- definitely, Doug, you got a um, lifetime ticket coming your way. So. Yeah. You just have to find him. <laughs> find Dougie. <laughs> right. So anyway, yeah, it's good stuff. It is the uh, Rock and Comedy Show coming up tomorrow. We have Mary Aiden on the show, yay! Woo-hoo. And uh, Crossover is going to be on the show as well. They're going to call in, talk to us about their music and stuff. So when you say uh, what was a grand illusion, or the what does that mean yeah. exactly? Yeah, that's uh, stuff you would see on a stage typically. Okay. So like a production show versus you know seeing a guy on a street. Okay, like yeah. street magic versus okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Do yep. you do the street magic? Yeah, I do it all. Um, but I pride myself on being on stage and okay. uh, having uh, more of a production show versus just doing a trick. Gotcha. So, yeah. Yep. Interesting. Have you ever seen The Mentalist? Uh, the Mentalist. That's actually a show I've not seen yet. Really? I've seen most every magic show in Vegas. I have not seen that one yet. So. I went with my family years ago. Unknown caller. Had, like regular cameras. 
and we went to go take the picture, mm-hmm. I was like, everyone say Chris Angel. And boy, the look on his face in that picture. And then he came no up to like my family and he went up to him and he's like, well, isn't she just something? <laughs> we have a caller? Yeah, it's the Rock and Comedy Show. Who's this? Hi, this is Linda Barnes. Hello, Linda Barnes. I'd like to ask Caleb a question. Sure. Uh, Caleb, hi. What's the most dangerous stunt you would like to perform? Wow, okay. Um, so something I'm working on now, basically... Over at Create Studios, I'm um, here in Vegas. We have a team of consultants. We have this huge whiteboard, like eight-foot whiteboard, that we're just putting up crazy ideas on every day. And um, it's separated into different categories and stuff, magic and stuff, but also stunts. So a stunt, let me think. uh, One of the crazy stunts I'm probably going to do is um, I'm no expert by any means or anything. That's why I have uh, Create Studios helping me and Mm -hmm. everything. But um, they have basically the premise of this stunt, this escape, is you know how uh, you guys know about um, straight jackets, right? When a magician escapes from a straight jacket, they do it really fast. They try to get out of it the fastest. Yeah, sure. Well, um, I was thinking, what if we slowed it down, right? What if we did it the slowest? So this this is basically it. This is the escape. So basically there's 20 like 20 gauge shotguns right i'm on a harness suspended above all these guns and i'm in a straight jacket and i have to escape but the um there's wires connected to uh the triggers of the guns so basically um i'm trying to phrase this the right way because i'm a visual person so basically (sighs) the wires are connected to my straight jacket different parts right connected to the trigger. So if I move too quickly, it'll shoot off a Ooh. gun at me while I'm in the air. So I have to escape from the street jacket very slowly and try to get out without getting shot. So that's something we're working on to, uh, Does to Create debut. Studios, do they have your emergency contact information? Yes, and okay. that's my mother in South Carolina. That's my emergency okay. contact. <laughs> does your mother know of this one? Yes, she does. Okay. My mother's actually my biggest supporter and uh, she, um, when I was younger, she was like a single mother, right? Mm-hmm. So she would like, I don't even know how she did it, but she would save her money to take me to like Ticketmaster shows, like nice. probably musicals, Aww. you know, Blues Clues Lives, magic shows and everything, my whole childhood. So it's so crazy to me that, you know, she would give that to me and she's been my biggest supporter, biggest fan. And actually uh, for Christmas this year, I actually flew her out to Vegas. She's never been here and uh, she's never been anywhere, you know, big. So, um, like Vegas, and she was here. I drove her down the strip right nice. from the airport. She was blown away. Did you give her the lifetime ticket? <laughs> yeah, she got that very ma- many years ago. Out of the womb. Yes. Boom, yeah. there you go. Yeah. So thank you so much, oh. Linda. Well, that sounds great. Hey, I wish you well, and I can't wait to see you down on the strip. Looking forward to it. Perfect. All right, Aww. thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Would you ever consider doing anything like in water? That freaks me out. Rock and comedy show. Hi, I have a question for Caleb. Sure, go ahead. What was the first paid gig that you ever did? Oh, man, that's a great question. I got to think back about this. Man, we have so many questions. This is crazy. (laughs) Um, Oh, man, I'm trying to think. Oh, yes, I remember. So it was a birthday party. I was in middle school. I was in sixth grade, and it was for my science teacher's 
uh, daughter's birthday, and I got paid fifty bucks. Nice for a birthday party magic show, and it was terrible. There you go. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like every year I would do a magic show at my school, and I would show all my teachers that I could do, you know, magic, even though I was a terrible student, terrible academic student. Um, but I had this skill, you know, and they'd like somehow I just pass every year. Don't know how. Like a star football player. <laughs> He's the grade. He's got to get a C average. <laughs> yep. He yep. can't do magic. So uh, that, that was uh, my first paid show. Yeah. So 50 bucks. Awesome. You were in sixth grade. How old was the child's birthday? Like the child was having the birthday? Uh, I think she was eight. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's around the right age, you know. You're still doing birthday parties at like Chuck E. Cheese and Magician yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I like when I talk to other performers, I like to hear about their bombings better than their like killings. Oh, you dude, I, I have mean? so like, many. Yeah. That's <laughs> the best part. And you're still going. That's what I'm saying. Like, and you're still going. Those are the better stories. You yep. know, the ones where you just go up there and just totally just eat it, you know? Oh, for sure. What went wrong? Oh, man. That show in particular or just... Like in that, like if you remember, because, like, you know, like sometimes if you make a mistake, it's sometimes the crowd doesn't know it, but it, it'll eat you up for days. Oh, for sure. And that just comes with experience. Yeah. I used to get so like nervous and stuff when I was younger just because, you know, oh, this trick messed up or whatever. But nowadays it's just like, I'm so chill and laid back. Like I'm so comfortable on stage. It's like my second home. And so, you know, if something happens, you know, Myself and my crew just knows how to deal with it. Like, I experienced people behind me. So, if you know, I can't cover it, they'll cover it for me. And yeah. it's just a team effort. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Any other questions? Uh, that'll be it. Thank you. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks for calling in. Call. I'm, in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm out. I'm in. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm out. There we go. I remember one time we were doing a show and the, the microphone cord fell out. Yep, I happened to me too. And then it wouldn't go back in. And I'm like, okay. Like, I've just spent like, you know, 10 seconds, which is an eternity on stage of nothing yep. going. You know what I mean? And you're just like, oh my God. Like, it just won't go back. It kept falling back out. I was like, all right, this is stupid. Like, let's just do I it without it the microphone. I have it on video. And I'm dying up there. Dying. Was it at rebar? Yes, at rebar. Okay, that's the damn microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Mine wasn't at rebar, but I've seen that microphone cord fall out yes. all the time. Remember, remember that night we, we were doing comedy at Saddles and Spurs and that incident happened? Which incident? Unknown caller. Uh, let's find out. Rock and Comedy Show, who's this? Cree. Who? Chris. Hey, Chris. How are you? What's up, Chris? Hey, how you doing? Good. Do you have a uh, question for Caleb? I don't have a question. I have a statement. That guy's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He's a magic takeover. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Was that dude? His name was Nostradamus. Crazy yeah. <laughs> legend. That's what I'm here for. Magic takeover. Nice. So that's that's amazing. amazing. Yep. There, there we go. <laughs> Drawing a crowd. Right. Buddy. I love yeah. It. I just I just posted and like yeah that's awesome. Boom. <laughs> well, uh, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we got another game to play. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'll awesome. be fun. It's funny because Elizabeth Higgins commented uh, with. Funny, his magic and his magic show is family friendly, and then Jay replies with, "And next on the Rock and Comedy Show, romance novel report." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> this show's family friendly too. It's functional family. Yeah. <laughs> My family's here. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll take a break, everybody, and uh, we'll be right back. Here it is, your time to get away song, sponsored by the Golden Tiki.
It is the Rock and Comedy Show. We are back, and uh, we have a caller. Hello. Yeah, is it Tato? He is here. Hello. How are you today? I was listening to your show, and I heard you say you have a mother from South Carolina. Yep. I'm, 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 I'm just thinking. I don't know. I don't know if this is true. But one of you in there, I sense, has a mother from Southern Colorado. No. Is this a psychic caller? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a psychic, an amateur psychic. Okay. Uh, is, is you are the, the one speaking. You have a mother from Southern Colorado. That is true. And you also like to eat. The ice cream bars that you said you don't like to eat. I, I, <laughs> I don't like those. You're wrong there. <laughs> you just don't think you like them. I, maybe I don't like them yet. Maybe I'll get into that. What are you but, hiding, Mikey? Yeah. A secret obsession with Klondike bar <laughs> from Southern Colorado. Um, you, you, the, you, your, 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 your town, the, your mother comes starts with a P. You are creepily correct. And then that's in, uh, you also have a family connection there. Maybe a brother? Well, yeah, that's where my mom's from. Yeah, so that's, yeah, where my brother hails from as well. You have a brother in. The creepiest part about it is, is that is where my mom is from, and I've never met her. Even. Mm, but you've met your brother. Correct. <laughs> Which is so... Who the f what is going on? That is so creepy right now. You have a brother that lives in Denver. That is correct. I am just so on, on fire tonight. Uh, you know what? That makes me so happy. You guys have a nice night. Okay. <laughs> Whoa! So weird. What just happened? What? That is bizarre. That reminds that reminds me of when we did the first uh, the first uh, world record thing, and we had this guy that was calling in all the time. And as we got closer to the finish, he kept getting. He's like, he he had this weird voice, and we were trying to be like we we were coming up with names of who we thought one of our <laughs> friends was. <laughs> he was just like he's like I can see all of that you. That is so weird. <laughs> like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> So creepy. <laughs> this is what happens when you leave the phone I'm line. I'm going to need a security escort to the car <laughs> yeah. here now, please. Uh, I didn't make it to the underground parking garage tonight, so I'm still out That's what happens when you leave the phone line open. Yes. <laughs> the and that was from Colorado, that call. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Huh. He, he knows what's up. Mm-hmm. But how does he know I like those Klondike bars? <laughs> Everybody know? knows you like those Klondike bars. <laughs> must be hiding them because that dog won't leave you alone. That dog is literally in my back. That's why, I was like, that's why I'm sitting like this. Uh, that's my buddy. Animal. That's yeah. my buddy. Mm. Every show we would sit like this for, for a long time. Yeah. He loves doing that when he's cold. Mm -hmm. And now it's time to play Hey, I Think I Know That Song. You probably don't, but let's play it anyway. So here it comes. Hey, I think I know that song. And good luck. Yeah, it's called I Think I Know That Song. I've got a series of songs here. 
don't know if it's the same one. <laughs> we'll have to look later. <laughs> we'll have to check it out. We'll do some investigation. <laughs> uh, so I've got a series of songs here. You're going to figure out what they are. You can write down your answers first. We'll do the first couple, and then we'll uh, see if you guys can get them right. You get some points for this. Each one that you get right is worth how much, Mr. Announcer? How about 78 points? Why? Ooh. Just because. 78 points for each one that you get correct. Don't shout it out. Just write your answer down. All of the songs are in the 2000s. All right. So that's... Uh, so I should know a couple. You, you should know a couple. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I'll also add, they're all instrumental tracks. All right, song number two. Next one. Here's your next one. Nine. What is the first one? I have Candy Shop by Fifty Cent. What do you have? I blanked out. Candy Shop. It's Candy Shop by Fifty Cent. What do we have for number two, Mikey? Blank. 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 That would mm. be complicated. Oh wait, I have that. I'm sorry. Complicated is if I tell. Oh yeah. Oh, how's that oh. conveniently? Oh, oh, I didn't okay. Write it. Oh, okay. I, oh, I, convenient. You said you I didn't know. The first one was mm -hmm. Magic Stick. Yeah, I, I like mm. how after I say it, you say, "Oh, I have that." Sorry. Is it Taylor Swift? No. Oh. Well, it's Avril Lavigne. Oh. Duh. That's right. Duh. Duh. That's right. Number uh, number three. What do we have? Eminem. And the song. Uh, two trailer park girls go around the outside. I don't know the name. Same here. I wrote Same Eminem. Name. That's all I, I couldn't remember. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> right. It's like, this looks like a job for me. Yeah. It's without me. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Man. So does that count? Does it not? No, it's not. No. Because the name of the game is, I think I know that song. That's right. Oh, well, we definitely think we know it. 
right? Yeah, but you didn't. You knew I the artist. I found a loophole. You knew the artist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, song number four, Mikey. Blank. Maroon 5. Maroon 5, This Love. Correct. Oh. Yeah, that's it. You did very well that first time. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right. Let's go for the next four and see how well you do. Here we go. Wait, wasn't there a fifth song? Or no, there was no we're fifth not, song. We're not done. One, two, three. Here's, oh, number, okay. here's number five right now. Be in this video. <laughs> it's not the same without his voice. We'll go with his voice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one. Here's your next one. J9. What do we have for that uh, song number five? Is it J-Lo, I'm Real? What was that? I don't know. That was weird. Another psychic caller? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. Uh, That was Ja Rule. Ja Rule? Rule. No, I thought it was (laughs) J-Lo. With I'm Real. So it's wrong? Okay, you got the right I... song, but the wrong artist. So do I get points? <laughs> you get half a point. Can we split that? Because <laughs> I had Ja Rule, but I didn't have the you didn't have <laughs> song. But J-Lo's on the track. She's a feature. She's a feature. Okay. Mm. okay I'll take the half a point. <laughs> I got That's why I was like, it's not the same without his voice, that raspy Ja <laughs> oh, Rule voice. I, I just thought she sang it. Oh, well. <laughs> Look at you, favoring J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> She's so real. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Gab, what do we have for the next song, number six? Sex on Fire. Very good. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, song number seven, Mikey. Zero. Nothing. Blank. 
Boink. No, I no, I played it. <laughs> I got nothing. He even went, oh, okay. Like he knew what it was. <laughs> yeah. Is it Lady Gaga? It is Lady Gaga with Love Game. Oh, I had that. Yeah. Liar. No, I'm just kidding. I, I He's got a seven. trick up his sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. Conveniently knows the answer oh, after I say here it. There it is. <laughs> yep. Is that how it works? I'm, I'm going to let it slide because I got that lifetime ticket. <laughs> right? The golden ticket. The golden ticket. I ate the chocolate. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, number eight. What do we have, J9? Paper planes. That is correct. Yeah. Paper planes it is. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go with the next one. Are you ready? My mom used to play this on the way to the beach. I don't even know what it is. Oh, you disappoint your mother. <laughs> yeah, I am right now. Sorry, mom. I still love you. Hope you still love me. All right, moving on to the next one. Shazam this stuff, no. <laughs> right? That's no using, shazamming. That's using magic for evil. <laughs> Once again. Only J9's allowed to cheat. <laughs> and Mikey. What's It's weird because I know the music, but I don't know the name. And here's another one for you. So what do we have for our first one that we, hmm. Caleb, since you said your mom plays it all the time. I'm all X'd out, dude. <laughs> I didn't get any of those. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know. I could hear the chorus. I just right? Come on. Da, 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 That's my thing. I can hear. Da, I know da, it, da, da, but it's like, I don't know the particular I know. It's going to make me crazy. It's no doubt doing a cover of It's My Life. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Now you can hear Just it. Being yeah. sneaky with the covers. <laughs> hey. All right, let's go to the next one. J9. Is it Wasn't Me? By? Oh, what was his name? He Shaggy. Yeah. Correct. Hmm. Yep. 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 All right. Mikey, what do we have for the third one? Zero. I got nothing. 
Maybe you should get off your phone and play the game. I still wouldn't know. <laughs> I still wouldn't know. <laughs> it's uh, Shakira. Hips don't lie. Hips don't lie. Yeah. Yeah. I know the music, but I just I can see the videos and everything. Like it's crazy. You can see her hips. I can see everything. They don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. And our last one. I had um, Snow Patrol. Snow Patrol with chasing cars. You're so good at this. Never, never have I been this good at it. <laughs> <laughs> she is doing surprisingly well today. <laughs> All right, here's our last two. You ready? This is some of Mikey's favorite jams. And our last one. Oh, of course. That's a local. <laughs> they are local, yes. Uh -huh. Let's talk about the name. So let's talk about that one, Mikey. Who is it? And what's the name of the song? That's The Killers, right? Right. Yep. But I don't know the name of the song. I do. <laughs> I do. What's the name of the song? Mr. Brightside? Yep. Correct. Yeah. There we go. Yep. Such a loser <laughs> at this game. And uh, the other one that we played. Me? Is it System of a Down? Toxicity? That is correct. Wow. <laughs> Say it with wow. confidence. <laughs> yeah. You, you did very well today. Yeah. Yeah, seventy-eight Except points for that word of the day. Yeah, exactly. I bombed on <laughs> that one. You delivered. I didn't deliver on that. <laughs> that was a good round today. Did very well. <laughs> There's these little noises going. On. I know. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, that's how we play that song, that game right there. Hey, I think I know that song. So. Have you, uh, oh, I, we kind of, we kind of talked about it, like how you're spending your lockdowns with the COVID and yeah. all that. Yeah. Are you, uh, anti-mask, pro-mask over it? Let's open it up. Let's get going. Um, how I feel about that is kind of like the showroom situation is like we can pack people on planes, but yet we can't have people, you know, social distance in theaters, you know? It's like sometimes if you're going to have a rule apply somewhere, can we kind of apply it everywhere and kind of make it, you know, just... If we can have an 11-hour traffic jam from Vegas back into California, we can open up. Yes. <laughs> I'm, that's serious. And I like that they blame us when the when the numbers go up. It's because you guys aren't wearing masks. No, it's because California came here. Yeah. And you're testing everyone now. Yeah, everybody. Everybody gets a test now. The, the more that you test, it's like the Oprah's more handing out tests. Like you get a test, you get a, like everybody's got the test now. Thanks, Oprah. It's insane. You got the test. Yeah, you got the test. yeah. Like in the, well, in the beginning, there was no test. 
Right. So the numbers were low. You test more people, you're going to get more numbers. Like, they, they, they lured them in like like they do when they sign you up for a for a gaming card. Yeah. Come on down and get a cooler full of stuff. Yeah. It's a COVID-19 <laughs> test. It's the prices, right? It's like, a COVID-19 weekend yeah. in Las Come Vegas. Come on down. Yeah. Come on down. Put your money on the sp- <laughs> in the sports book. Yeah, you get a used car and some COVID. <laughs> like, what? A used mask. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll, oh. gi- we'll give you a jar. Is it empty? Is it full? <laughs> It'll oh. smack you in the face. It might be COVID. I had a greeter <laughs> at Walmart. I forgot my mask in the car, right? And so my daughter and I would get to the front door. And I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot my mask. I'm going to go back. And the guy's like, no, I got you. I got a mask for you. And I'm like, oh, cool. I thought he was going to have like a box of like new yeah. masks. He pulls one out of his <laughs> jeans <laughs> no. pocket. And he was like a little miniature Biggie Smalls, like this little like guy. And he was just like, oh, and I'm just like, and I'm like trying to be polite. You know what I mean? And I was like, thanks. And I just like grabbed it. He's like, I got you, bro. And I'm just like, oh, like, oh, so I just walked around Walmart with no mask. Like, and my daughter was like, can I get us in trouble? And I was like, oh, I'm not wearing that thing but I, was, I didn't want to be rude and be like i'm not wearing that you know what i mean like yeah. but bro you might as well have taken your sock off your foot yeah. mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't wear this pocket mask dude this is horrible <laughs> might have makeup all over oh, them it's gross. It's gross yeah so uh budweiser is skipping the super bowl for the first time in nearly four decades really yeah no ads Wow. Not even wow. like we usually get a Klondike or a Clydesdale. See, yeah, I'm subliminally <laughs> thinking of the Klondike. See, because you, know, yeah. you like them. Yeah, there's like a puppy always in the ad or something. Like what? Says Budweiser's Clydesdale horses have become uh, popular with the Super Bowl, but this year they're getting a rest for the first time in 37 years. The beer company isn't advertising during the Super Bowl. Instead, Budweiser's shifting the money that would be spent on the commercial slot. A reported. $5.6 million for the February 7th event to support critical COVID-19 vaccine awareness with donations and future ad campaigns, the company said on Monday. The pandemic forced Budweiser to rethink its marketing approach. Vice President of Marketing Monica uh, Rustigi told CNN Business as the alcohol industry reeled from the sudden shutdown of bars, restaurants, and big events, the brand wanted to be proactive in promoting vaccine awareness since it will eventually lead back to normalcy, she said in an interview. Okay, first of all, they didn't miss a dollar because everybody was getting $1,000 a week and staying home drinking like right, for the exactly. first months of this People thing. To, and they're just going to virtue signal their way through the Super Bowl? Like, not happening, dude. No way. <laughs> Yes, but I mean, I'll take some. I'll take some of that five point six million if they yeah, want to. They, they miss a dollar, and it's not like they don't have another five million to throw at this. They're a multi-billion-dollar company. Like they're just gonna. Like, that's virtue signaling at its finest. Thank you, Budweiser. Glad I don't drink. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. So uh, let's see what else. I got a couple other things that we're gonna talk about. I'll bet you their number soared. During I this agree. pandemic, like it was yeah, all right? you could do was stay home and drink. drink yeah. If you drank, you know what I mean. Yeah. Ask my weed man if he lost a dollar during the first couple months of the pandemic. Not happening. You don't know. Oh, I know. <laughs> you don't know. You think you know. <laughs> uh, this is interesting. This is a. Uh, Something that J9 shared with me, so we'll bring it up and talk about it. Uh, Netflix Night Stalker viewers uh, terrified and can't sleep after watching the show. That show. So were you in? Were you living in Cali during the Night Stalker? No, I was here, but I did watch that documentary. It was very well made. Um, That 
the Night Stalker is the reason people started locking their doors at night. Right. Like, he was the guy that kicked that whole thing off. Right. One, and if you watch the series, it's terrifying because, like, we forget, like, we're just so used to, like, our generation, like, we just lock the doors. Right? Like, we lock the doors. We've always done it. We don't know why, but that's really why is because of this dude was going into people's homes and just shooting the husbands while they slept and then, like, raping the wives. No, the, he, it, it, it didn't matter. Or the boy, like, the yeah. kid, like, the, raped it the didn't matter. Yeah, could Did be you a, watch this series? No, I do not. not. Yeah, I told my students. Because your sleep will disappear. I was like, don't watch it. Yeah, it's brutal. Well, it was brutal when it was happening. I was there. I was. Were I you? Was, yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine living there. And then, like, the the, you know, I mean, it's. I don't want to say too much for those that haven't watched it, but like the way they brought him in was like insane. Yeah. When they finally caught him, it was like old school, like village style, you know, like, and it's just insane. But like those poor detectives, you know, the guy's name was Gil. Yeah. You know, like that dude, like just got thrown into it. It was like his first case. And, oh, it was oh, like oh. took over his whole life. His family yeah. was like not dealing with yeah. it. Like it's brutal, man. Like you felt bad for everyone involved in that. Yeah, and then uh, and they almost had him so many times. Like, there's so many like close things. Oh. Well, the creepy mm. part was when he ended up going into one of the detectives' homes. Yes. Oh, oh. God. like he knew it was his home. That was. Yeah, and then that's when the, the yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know. It's been out for like a month or so. Can we spoiler alert. Like, I mean, look, like, most people know oh, what happened with the, the night story stalker. of Richard Ramirez. It's, the night stalker. They just brought it out because it's the 30th anniversary. Yeah, I mean, it's just brutal, man. Like mm. that whole thing. Because when they caught him and the neighborhood took him down, that's what I'm saying. They interrupted a football game. Yeah. And I remember my dad going, "This better be goddamn good." They're interrupting my game, <laughs> right? Is it like La, Pu- La Puente or La Pacoima or. So one of those little neighborhoods, uh, yeah, like small towns in the LA area, like, and uh, and and so they they interrupted the and they show they're like this crowd of people. They took him down. My dad's like, oh, and then because I was really fascinated with like you, we yeah. you know it was it was that was a whole summer. It was 166 days. Yeah, like it was just insane stuff. And uh, I remember when they found his stolen car in. Orange County, that's for us when it got real because now he's like, now he's in our backyard. Yeah. So that's, like, when, that's when it got serious. Like, now he's in our backyard. So, like, when they caught him, my dad was like, yeah, they, uh, they, the town's taking down the Night Stalker. And you see all these people just kicking him in the head. My dad's like, if I was a police officer, I would just take my time. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. just let him go. Just let him go. They, all these people that had enough, right? It's just this whole town, this whole, and you didn't know where he was going to strike next. So, I, it's interesting because. J9 was scared last week. I was. I don't blame she, you. She I, thought Richard Ramirez was following her home. It's like the shark in the pool syndrome. I was like, so hungry and I bought fast food. I got Freddy's and it's expensive. I left it in the car and I went in my house and I'm like, nope. Not no way. Back. Call me next then, time. I will go out and eat yeah. your Freddy's. Then, <laughs> I'm not going to bring it in. I'm just going to go eat it. Jay gave me these sour candies to take home or whatever. So I'm sitting on my stairs looking at the door like eating the candy like oh. fucking Richard Ramirez. Uh, <laughs> isn't he dead? Yeah. I know. He right? died in 2013. <laughs> He's dead. Wow. But the crazy thing too, like uh, <laughs> he had pen pals and the women loved him. Yeah. He got married. Yeah. And the crazy thing was, was that like that lady said like, um, you know they're telling a story about how he killed her mom, and he and the lady's like, like pulls her like tits out. It's like we love you, Richard. Like what the I hell know. is wrong with you people? And some mm. of the girls were bad looking. They were like, it's like you can't get a normal dude. Yeah, like well, there's mm. groups on Facebook where you can go yeah. for like pen pals for prisoners. Hmm. Join those groups. They're 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 entertaining. At, oh, I get some material. The, you don't need to you don't need to pen pal up, but like there's pure entertainment in those groups for sure. Oh, 
That's a thing. Join those groups. They're awesome. Yeah, but it's, it's funny because she got married. They didn't talk about it in the documentary. No, they didn't go into That's a whole other documentary. Right. Maybe that'll be season two. Yeah. Well, they said that uh, after they got... After she filed for divorce because she found out that he, he raped a two-year-old, mm -hmm. that's where she, she just couldn't be married to him. Anymore. The eight-year-old was cool. It, but yeah. the two-year-old was strong. The, the, the 13 okay. people, the 13 people that he killed, yeah. that was okay? Yeah. You found him hot? And those journalists were savages. They kind of controlled the whole investigation. Like, they were getting info leaked to him and, like, taking it to the... Co oh, that thing was the crazy. The one, like, governor, the lady, was she, like... The mayor of San Francisco. Yeah, mayor, and and yeah. it was... Um, what's her name? Diane Feinstein. It was Feinstein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this, this lady's ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell like, is going on? I heard her name, They're like, like, here we go. <laughs> we can't have you leak the information about the shoe print. It's all we have going there. So, uh, apparently, they have the shoe print. <laughs> <laughs> it's an aerobics... Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's only been seven of them sold in America, one in California. And then the, go <laughs> then the governor's like, how come you haven't caught this guy yet? Yeah, like, what, are you guys not doing your job? We're San Francisco. We want answers, LA. What are you doing down there? It's like, oh my God, it's like the 70s or the 80s. Like, they're doing their best. Damn it, Gil. Yes, come on, Gil, get it together, man. People are dying. This guy should have been caught already. We have no idea where he's going to strike again. But Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah so that was, uh, it's, it, it's just interesting that, that's so good that it's scaring people. I'm just like, you should have been there when they was actually doing it. Like, I would have been terrified. Everybody was terrified because yeah. there was no rhyme or reason. You didn't know who the next target was There wasn't be. like a demographic. It was yeah. like old Asians, young white kids, like you <laughs> black couple. I mean? It didn't matter. No, everybody was open for whatever. Like, And it was just weird. And he would just creep around the neighborhoods. and just. It's when the voice went and told him to do it. Yeah. It's time. Man. They have a lot of stuff in the haunted museum about Richard Ramirez. Oh, really? Too. Yeah. And he's such a creepy looking Look at man. Guy. Oh, I mm. can't with him. That'll keep you from eating your Freddies at night. Yep. You know, mm. like I'm gonna stay real it's thin. those eyes. You know, like remember uh, that movie uh, Jury Duty with Paulie Shaw? That was like, it's yeah. those eyes, <laughs> those killer eyes. You know, like that was oh that yeah that was a great. I think I watched it in uh, maybe one sitting, and I finished yeah. it in the morning. I think I think I blew right through that one. He was he was certainly no Ted Bundy. No, he wasn't a Ted Bundy. He was just yeah, like so weird. Ted that Bundy guy. got the girl pregnant while he was in jail. That, but they did a horrible job on that. The last was it Netflix that did the Ted Bundy story? It was Zach Efron. Yeah, it wasn't good. They didn't do a good job on that one. No. Um, but this Richard Ramirez one, they did a, it. It yeah. was well made and it was really in detail for the most part. They didn't like you said they didn't go into the marriage and all. That. I think they didn't want to give him notoriety. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't well, want to really like. I don't. Maybe that. she just didn't want anything to do with it. Now. I'm sure they reached out. You know what I mean? But yeah, they they covered it pretty well. Um, in, in that other because I other thought homicide well, cop was like the hot shot all star. <laughs> it was like hilarious. Like even if they didn't interview her, they could have at least mentioned it because when they got to that point where the girls were, did you get the vibe that the two homicide detectives were not friends anymore? Yeah, they never had them. They were the never same. together. Yeah. Usually they would have a, a shot, like they'd be sitting, they they were like, one was in like an old bar. I don't think they live in the same town. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's Netflix. It's in the budget, you know? <laughs> like, come on, get these guys well, the, together. One guy was a famous detective before that guy. He, he, took, down the, he took down the Hillside Strangler. The Hillside Strangler. <laughs> so weird, dude. Like, <laughs> what is going on out there? That was like on the that was like on the edge of the LSD days. I think, I think LSD caused all this. Bad LSD. Bad LSD before they perfected. It was that leaked CIA stuff. They really didn't give any background to his life because I actually looked it up and it said that he was abused. No, they said that in there. They did? Yeah, it was in okay. one of the episodes. They talked about how yeah. uh, he was abused and all that other stuff. Sometimes yeah. you have to watch it without the pillow in front of your face. Yeah, yeah and put yeah. your phone down. Shut up. 
that. You were Facebooking. <laughs> I know you were. I was not. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That's that's worth a watch for sure. Yeah, I dug it. Thought it was great. Yeah. So you got any projects you're working on, Mikey? Um, just uh, working on another documentary. Um, it's been in the news lately out here. It's a, it's a real shitty story. Um, it's about a gymnastics coach that was inappropriate with his, uh, with his athletes. I just saw something about that. Yeah, we're doing a, a documentary on that. Um, we just started though, so it's 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 a while out. But um, yeah, that's what that's what that's all I'm working on right now. Now are these the old school ones? Because when I saw like a commercial or something about it, it had like like Mary Lou Retton's like. No, these are these are uh, young women from Las Vegas, and it's really? all within the last like ten years. Wow. Yeah, so it's uh it's pretty bad. I mean, it's a it's a horrible the the story and the abuse and the just all that. So what we're gonna do on that documentary is um, most documentaries relating to crimes like this always start at the crime and go forward, like through the trial. So what we're going to do that's different from everything else is we're going to start at the crime and go back and talk about the grooming process and how these people work. So it'll kind of be like an educational documentary about how to spot a pedophile, mm-hmm. how to spot a predator, you know, and the things that they do. Because these crimes, when, they, when they're with a person for so long, it's not an overnight thing. You know, right. it's, it's a grooming process and it's a, they wait for an opportunity and they get to know the parents and they, they gift people and they do stuff like that. So it's a, it's a brutal thing. So that's what I'm working on. That's cool. Yeah. This uh, this cover of Cruel Summer is getting a lot of activity it's online because it's because it's uh, from the Night Stalker documentary. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. Are we still on? Yes. Yeah. Which is weird because Cobra Kai's on, which was the Cruel Summer's debut, was in Karate Kid, right? That was a big on that soundtrack, right? Yeah. And then so they're both kind of on Netflix at the same time. Because <laughs> I think they played the Cruel Summer song when in uh, Cobra Kai series in season three. Toned down, creepy version. They got to make this creepy for what they're using it for. I'm just trying to creep it up a little bit because J9 has to drive home. I was going to say when J9 is like, yeah. yeah. I'm going to drive behind you just flash my lights <laughs> every now like, and then. <laughs> <laughs> that was another, wasn't yeah. that another thing with flashing the lights? You know, it was like creepy was the, they, they interviewed one girl, the one lady, she was an elderly lady and she said she was in a shop the same time he was and he was buying AC an ACDC DC hat and then she was driving home on the freeway and he passed her. Yeah. And like just stared at her well, I, while they were... Yeah, what the f- <laughs> so weird. It, but who remembers that? It's the eyes, bro. <laughs> you, you don't forget something like that. Those people, though, when you meet people, um, and I use the word extraordinary not to compliment him, but like those people give off such strong energies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you ever been around someone who has energy so strong you can't figure it out? Mm. Yeah. You know, it's people like that. You know, like um, I've met, you know, certain celebrities where I'm like, okay, I get why you're famous. Your energy is like, busting through the walls and through the ceiling like it's insane you know but yeah i could imagine the night stalker's energy was like probably crazy large what does his ex-wife do when she goes out on dates like oh yeah my ex-husband richard ramirez yeah. or like what kind of baggage does that bring to the table <laughs> did they ever like I mean, like up? well you're not as bad as my last yes. husband yeah bad taste in man yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the night stalker you know richie <laughs> You know, Richie. When Richie used to come over for dinner <laughs> yeah. with the folks. Oh, those shoes he would have. <laughs> those black Asics. That was so weird, those shoes. <laughs> Could never get him out of those feelings. Yeah, those black Asic aerobic shoes. <laughs> oh, 
how, why did he have those shoes? <laughs> he must have stolen them from someone he killed, and they never found that body. Like, well, they said there was only one one oh, pair, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. but they were aerobic shoes. Was this guy in Because remember, like in those days, aerobics like he was on the run. Yeah, I get it, but like you had to go to like a specialty, like almost like a bowling pro he shop went, to went, get like. He went to a jazzercise <laughs> class. Yes, like, you know what I mean? Was it like part of his American Gladiators tryout? Like him and laser? Like those are like, where do you get these shoes? I'm just going to say this. Don't talk about Richard Ramirez because she's got to drive home. Yeah. Mm. The Night Stalker. Night Stalker. <laughs> Stalking the night. She's going to go get some Freddy's. Yes. Freddy's is amazing. It is good. Yeah. And I missed out. I won't lie. You literally, you, wait, you didn't go out? You never went out and got it? No. No, I ate the fries cold the next morning. You wuss. Wow. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I cursed Richard Ramirez left and right. <laughs> you got some barbecue now. Yeah, I know. There I'm taking go. the top. Have you ever heard his Thank voice? You. Didn't date and wasn't the type. Look at right here. You know, I noticed the stealing and then started as a peeping Tommy, things like that. Ramirez's passion for burglary earned him the nicknames of Ricky the Thief and Fingers. But Eddie knew Ramirez had other serious problems when he was fired from a local hotel. He said he was fired, he was dismissed due to the cause that uh, he... Uh, I like when they, I like at the end, when they were, when they had read his guilty plea, I like in court he just turned and looked at everyone. Hey, <laughs> He, he was a well-marketed uh, serial killer, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if he says anything. They knew, didn't date, and wasn't the type to commit such heinous crimes. But convicted murderer Martin Kipp, who befriended Ramirez in prison, says he heard another side of the night. Richard told me he needed to associate gruesome violence with sex in order to be completely satisfied. He also told me that he had to violently fantasize about his victims before he could go away sexually gratified. They are desires whereas if, where if I didn't give in to them, I would be crushed by them. I believe in the, in the evil in human nature. This is a wicked, wicked world. And uh, in a wicked world, you, wicked people are born. I'm not going to blame society, my race, or people, or anything. Uh, it is up to the individual like myself uh, to to keep on. How do you tell your parents that you're marrying the Night Stalker? <laughs> yeah. Mom, I met this really nice guy. He's 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 really about staying staying put. He's got roots. <laughs> Seems Ricky. <laughs> Seems Ricky. Seems <laughs> Ricky. Like the parents had to be like, you you what? Yeah. <laughs> Who? Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> you you're doing what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm marrying the. Uh, you might have heard about him. He's been on the news. Pretty popular. <laughs> oh, Ricky Ricardo? No. Yeah. Ricky Ramirez. <laughs> Ricky Ramirez. The Night Stalker. Oh my God. What have you done? <laughs> yeah, it's just. So his marriage was. He got married while he was an inmate. Yeah. yeah. So did they get any like uh, contact visits? Yeah, I think so. Oh Jesus! He didn't reproduce, did he? I don't, who knows? He oh. died of cancer, they said, early on, and he didn't, he wasn't in jail for very long. Well, he went in in 87. To, oh, to, to 13. To, to, to 2013. He was on death row, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't really get visits, No, man. they're not, no. Conjugal. I wonder what his last, what was his last <laughs> meal? Do we know that? 
Can we it was Google in the that? hospital. He died in oh, the hospital. Oh, he died. Oh, so he didn't. Oh, he didn't. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He didn't die in the. It's probably. They were pissed off. It was like, probably a Klondike bar. Yeah, they were pissed off that he died early. Yeah, yeah, like, early. Oh, they were a like, shit when he died. We should have killed. He died late to me. You killed that guy at the back of the courthouse. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> should have hit him with a baseball. <laughs> yeah, what do you, they, they had him. The people had him in the streets. What are they doing? <laughs> that was crazy though. He got on the bus and like, yeah, it was crazy. That's so bizarre. Like those, like, like. Imagine like looking at someone reading the paper and you're like the cover, you know what I mean? Like, and then he bailed off the bus. Like, that's insane. And I, it was like weird. Like, remember when like things like that were like the OJ pursuit? Like, who didn't watch that live on TV? Yeah. You know, like, was that, was did he I, live on TV did, this whole pursuit? Did I, did I tell you my, my OJ story when that happened? Uh-uh. So I was doing college radio and I'm just finishing up my on air shift. So this guy that comes on after me, his name's Tom Presnell, complete idiot. Nobody in the class likes him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he, so his opening story is going to get to be OJ, right? So we only get to report the stories that are close to us. Well, he's going down the 91. That's right by our college. So we get this information that OJ's on the run. So we're sitting there, and Tom Presnell, that, that's what he gets to start his, 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 his news off with. This son of a bitch gets the coolest story ever. Ever. So the, the news starts, and he goes, he goes, uh... He goes, hey, everybody, it's 90.1 FM, KBPK. I'm Tom Presnell. Today, a speech was given at the White House by Kermit the Frog. Oh, no. <laughs> so that happened in the same day? <laughs> same day. And so he goes to a break. <laughs> the station manager goes in there and goes, why didn't you talk about OJ? He goes, I was saving it for sports. That's awesome. That's a sport. Killing your wife is a sport. Yeah, running back. We're like his fucking white Broncos driving (laughs) by by us. You can see it going by, (laughs) but you're saving it for sports. Oh my god! I remember watching that, and I remember. Yeah, I had a. That's insane. Yeah, that's awesome. I was in detention in junior high when that happened. I remember like listening to it or in house suspension. It was like crazy. I had in house suspension for the whole school year. And so I listened to the trial and everything every day of the announced suspension. It was awesome. I think I was out of high school. Yeah. <laughs> the the, the day that the uh, the day that the Challenger exploded, I was in I was in uh, junior high mm-hmm. and just got out of art class. And so they made an announcement: the Challenger exploded. So they didn't get into detail. You don't know how bad it was. My mom worked at an aerospace uh, plant that made uh, parts for the O rings and all this other stuff. She had taken that day off. She was like, I, she had the day off. She wasn't feeling very well. She'd never seen a launch on TV because she's always working. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I'm I'm going to take the day off. I'm like, I get to watch the launch. She was really excited about it. Oh. Then oh. the thing, <laughs> her first time she watches it, it explodes. And I come home and that's when we're watching it for the first time to really see like, wow, there's nothing left. And she said, I'm never going to play hooky from work never again. again. <laughs> we all wrote them letters to the astronauts and then we watched we watched all the whole school went to the gymnasium yeah. to watch it yeah and they like died in front of the whole it was like That's brutal horrible. it was like horrible just like, like it was like oh the principal's like and they have your letters and when they get back they're gonna read your letters and it was like this and there's a thing. good and there's like boom there's a good oh my God. and there's a good netflix special on about the challenger explosion and everything happened afterwards there's a lot of conspiracy the, theories about that too yeah and uh so so when it exploded the second when the other shuttle exploded years later uh my mom was in the hospital oh, recovering from uh having seizures at work and passed out and so she'd been in there a couple of days and so she's watching she's watching it come in 
it was already out. It made the launch. Yeah. This one came in and it exploded uh, on, on the way and on re entry, yeah. and it exploded. And she just said, "What?" <laughs> she goes, "I'm not going to say anything." Like, <laughs> Poor woman. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was like, mom, maybe you should just avoid watching. Yeah, don't watch it. Just go to work. <laughs> just, Clock in, mom. Just, Clock in. Just stop. Yeah. I stayed home from school. Yeah, you leave your Freddies in the car. Yeah, my <laughs> mom had left, and she was like a drug addict, and she OD'd in like a CVS type store. So the cops brought her back, and I couldn't get to school that day. Oh my god! So I watched it like in my house, like alone. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that was my life. Hmm. Where was <laughs> then, that at? Then she dated Richard Ramirez. Yeah, so. then she married Ricky, right? <laughs> Ricky, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Poor> Ricky. <laughs> Well, Caleb, it's been fun. Thanks for being here today. No, dude, Th- thank thanks you. for the lifetime ticket. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. For sure. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, I just moved to Vegas over Thanksgiving. I'm so excited to be here. So, so you are a noob. Oh, I definitely am. And I'm <laughs> enjoying it, man. I have a party every day. It's great. He hasn't even been here for the full open. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. He's experienced even... nothing yet. Yeah. No. Crazy. Wait till the crime comes back. Man. You're not missing. You don't even know. <laughs> But, yeah, I'd love to have you guys at my show. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's awesome. It Mikey, thanks for filling in today. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Thank you for having me. J9, we'll see you tomorrow. Yay! What's your social medias? Uh, so my website, Caleb Alexander Live, and all of my social medias are the same, Caleb Alexander Live. Okay. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, I have a fan page, and, uh, yeah. Where are you most active? Uh, Tinder. Okay, there you go. Yep. Good answer. Are yep. you serious? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I got banned. <laughs> <laughs> I have not yet. Not yet. I'm waiting for it. Uh, but on that note, we are all out of time. Coming up at 10 o'clock tonight, we have a brand new show, TLZ Live. Oh, nice. Yeah. What does that stand for? Well, I'll get you off to tune in. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Catch you later. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Use your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you're driving home... Keep your eye out for Richard Ramirez. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't leave your food in your car. Yeah. <laughs> you might be hungry. You never know. Telling a fat person that you left food in the car. Oh, <laughs> brutal. Like Yogi Bear at a campsite. Like, I'll just come through the window. <laughs> brutal. Like, it's Mikey. Like, there's it's people the checking their cars in our neighborhood. Yeah, they're looking for Freddy's. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. You're tuned into the Rockin' Comedy Show. Make sure you find us on your social media platforms, then like us and follow us. Do it! I just can't tell